following is a presentation of Radio Alabama Sports. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. Alabama Sports Kickoff Show on the Fayetteville Sports Network. is right here. This is Fayetteville Wolves football on the Fayetteville Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Sponsored by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, Toyota of Silicaga, Milo's, Ace Hardware Silicaga, Allen Brew Market, Coosa Valley Medical Center, Southern Smiles of Silicaga, Atkinson Homes, Area Real Estate, Movement Mortgage, Coosa Valley Auto Sales, Silicaga Chamber of Commerce, Cup of Grace Cafe and Coffee Shop, Van Zandt Hardware, Sycamore Federal Credit Union, Amya, Childersburg Parks and Recreation, Coosa Valley Recycling, Alabama District 33 State Representative Ben Robbins, Heritage Freight, State Farm Agent Albia Steers, Central Alabama Community College, Silicaga Parks and Recreation, Furniture Masters, Sarah Automotive Silicaga, Greater Coosa Valley Chamber of Commerce, Alta Point Health, Broadway Spinal Care, and First Bank of Alabama. Now, here is color analyst Jacob Bassett and the voice of Fayetteville Wolves Athletics, Blake Bagley. Welcome in to Keith Bullard Stadium in Hanover, Alabama as the Coosa Central Cougars get ready to host the visiting Fayetteville Wolves. We're here just under 20 minutes to kick off on a beautiful Friday evening and with the moon staring us in the face, Jacob. Yeah, uh, you can't. You can't put that move more perfect over the 50-yard line than it is right now. It's a beautiful night for some high school football here in the heart of Tusa County, Alabama. That it is, Jacob. They got some nice facilities out here. As you said, the home side of the bleachers is already filling up. There's some more visitors coming in, as we have talked about. The Wolves do travel well. Um, it is senior night here for the Cougars and uh, two bottom dwellers here in the region going head-to-head tonight as... They are tied for seventh place right now, which is also last place. The Wolves coming in at 0-6, 0-4 in region, and the Cougars coming in at 1-5 and 0-4 in region. So the winner will move up to seventh place um, in the region, and the loser will fall to eighth place and with a 0-7 record. Yeah, and, uh, or one and six record, excuse me. That one win that Coosa Central does have is over a, another Talladega County school, and that being Talladega County Central, I believe that was their opener this year, and that is their lone win. And I tell you what, last week we could have had our lone win for the year, but you know, unfortunately, a few things fell 
short our way, but I tell you what, that was a that was the good old shot in the arm, as I say, for the Fayetteville Wolves. Maybe that boosted their confidence. That it was. That was an emotional game. That was a heartbreaker. And, you know, in recent years, these teams have went head-to-head with each other a few times, and the Wolves have won five games against the uh, Coosa Central Cougars, and the Cougars have only topped the Wolves one time, dating back six years ago uh, in 2016, and they snuck away with a win. And Jacob... I didn't want to talk to Coach Limbaugh about that because I didn't want the team hearing that, but you know that's got to play into the psyche of the Wolves. Yeah, and uh, if you look at the score from the last game, you were here. I think it was you and KJ on the call. It yep. was a, a basketball score, you know, 75-36. to 36. We know that's not going to happen tonight, but if we play the way we did last week, we have a chance coming out on top tonight. Uh, that we will, Jacob. And, and, yeah, last time we were here, we, we beat them 75-36. to 36. And a high-scoring affair, and uh, we were just returning the favor because they had done it to basketball to us that year, beating us 75 to 36 in basketball. So we had to just return the favor. Yeah, Cruz Central, a traditional basketball power with NBA talent in Jamario Moon. He graduated here in the early 2000s, played for the. Uh, Toronto uh, Raptors, among other teams that he played for. Uh, they also have a couple of NFL alumni in Justin Tuck and Adelius Thomas. Justin Tuck played for the New York Giants, and Adelius Thomas played for my favorite NFL team, the New England Patriots. And he did, Jacob, and I still don't um, understand that uh, you're a Patriots fan, but I'll let that slide. Yeah, I'm not a Tom Brady bandwagon fan like a lot of people are. I actually told you, you know, I'm a Drew. I was a Drew Bledsoe fan in the backyard. Kids wanted to be Troy Aikman and Brett Favre. I wanted to be this guy named Drew Bledsoe, and they're like, "What team does he play for?" I said, "The Patriots." So that, that's always been my favorite NFL team. And you know, Darius Thomas was a good tackle for him back in the day. Yeah, that he was, Jacob. And you know, speaking of this uh, Coosa Central football team, head coach Jamarlin Russell, he has gotten a lot of guys out here on the field. I remember the last time we played, the Coosa Central Cougars had a thin sideline, but um, we go out there tonight, you know, kind of walking around the field talking with Coach Limbaugh and looked over there, and they had a lot of guys, probably more guys on the roster than the Wolves have. And, Jacob, we were talking pregame about some of the things he did when he took over this program. Yeah, you always have the excitement of a new coach. When you have a first-year coach, you're always going to draw the numbers. Hey, let's let's see what this is about. Let's see if we can buy into his system. And, the, you know, we saw the team down there warming up. And that same team back before the football season, their coach came in and put the boys to work. They redid the concession stand. They redid the press box on the home side and, among other things, to improve this stadium. There's a track down here now. And, you know, that wasn't here the last time we were here. Yeah, that's right, Jacob. I, I do recall that it was not here the last time we were here, and as the Wolves are out there stretching and getting warmed up. And uh, Jacob, we talked to Coach Limbaugh, and there are no injuries, and every all the guys are good to go. Yeah, I believe we're at 100 percent for the first time this season. You know, we have a trio of guys that can play quarterback. You know, we we will rely on Landon Payton to get the job done. I believe his confidence was boosted last week. You know, unfortunately, he threw one pass on fourth down in the fourth quarter last week that could have been a touchdown should it have been completed. But you know what? That was that was last week. This is this week. 
Let's forget about the negatives. Let's focus on the positives that we learned against Thorsby last week. And let's see if we can come out with a W tonight. Yeah, Jacob, I want to tell you one thing I'm concerned about for the Wolves this evening is that is I hope they don't let that emotional loss carry over into this week and make them sluggish. And also, you know, like we were talking about pregame is, I hope the Wolves aren't coming here thinking this is an automatic win because this is a much different Coosa Central team than they seen three years ago. Yeah, you know, there are two ways you can look at a loss. One is, like you said, it was an emotional loss. Let's, uh, there, you can dwell on it, and that'll mess you up going forward. Or you can focus on the things that you improved on in that loss compared to the other losses we've had this year. And You know, I think that was the best four-quarter football game that we played last week, and maybe that's the side of that loss that we can bring to Cruces Central tonight. Yeah, that's right, Jacob. That was the first time this season they played as a team and and really put things together, and they really left one out there on the field. I mean, they they should have won that game, had an opportunity too late, but with a lot of young guys, a young signal caller, it's unfortunate, but those were growing pains that you have with plays that, yeah, might not make them this year, but, I mean, really it didn't matter in that game because they're not really making a run in anything this year, but in two years from now they will. And one thing you can look at as far as the defense goes last week, if you looked at the Thorsby scores before last week, I mean, they were in the 30s and 40s just about every game. And if you take away a punt return, for a touchdown last week, and they only six. they only scored sixteen points. Yeah, that they did, and then we give up. Then they scored defensive touchdown too. I think it was a pick six. Yeah, you take that away. The, the Wolves defense played extremely hard, and they're going to have to play extremely hard again tonight. As you look at the size of the of those Cougars, and I'm sure that that'll translate to the lines of scrimmage as well. Yeah, they have three seniors on this team this year that would love to win on senior night. You know, senior night always brings that excitement. It's your last home game in most cases. But I say we we come and we disrupt that senior night. We come out of here with a win tonight. I do, Jacob. This is one of the games that we've talked about. We've been to quite a few homecomings this year, and we're going to be a couple senior nights, and it would bring me no more joy than to come here and uh, ruin their hopes. Yeah, we came and we saw people in suits tonight, and I was like, man, I hope we're not a – Another homecoming, but, you know, Fred Brooks, the PA announcer next door to us, said it was senior night, so we are Coos's senior night. And I believe we play a couple, we'll probably be Woodland senior night moving forward and maybe Holy Spirit senior night at the end of the year. Yeah, definitely possible. And a uh, big thanks to Fred Brooks, the PA guy, for hooking us up with this updated roster um, with number changes and everything for the Central Coosa Cougars as they come out tonight and all blues except the helmet. The helmet is white, and the Wolves come out with a gold helmet, white jerseys, and white pants. So there won't be any problems distinguishing between the two teams this evening, Jacob. And both both teams' jerseys have numbers that you can read. I like that about our road whites and the Coosa Central's blue with the white numerals. You know, that's easy to read from where we're at, too. And, you know, we have a good view. We're actually in a broadcast booth this week for our Atkinson Homes broadcast booth. Yeah, we're actually not in the broadcast stands as we are at home. And and unfortunately, I enjoy traveling on the road because we get better seats. And also, no disrespect to the Wolves' home field, but these lines are painted a lot more visible to where we can see and get a better call for you guys out there tonight. Yeah, last week, you know, it was our pink out game. We had the pink FW and the... 
in the midfield logo, and that was actually painted Monday. So you look from Monday to Thursday, they're going to fade out a little bit. I believe Coosa Central painted theirs last night. Yeah, because it looks good out there. You can definitely see the numbers and see the hash and uh, a beautiful cougar there painted right in the middle. So I'm just excited to get some football going tonight, Jacob. And, and what are some keys to the game for the Wolves tonight? Don't dwell on the past. Don't let last week get to you. You know, you had some opportunities that were that were missed. You know, it's a new week. You're O and O as Coach Brian Brian Harson from the Auburn Tigers would say. Let's have that one and O mentality tonight. Tonight, you 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 need to win tonight. Don't worry about next week. Don't worry about last last week. Focus about the next 48 minutes. Yeah, I do agree, and I think tonight they got to come up, overcome that psychological um, hump or hurdle, whichever ever one you choose is. They're 0-6, lost a tough one last week, and they may have it in their head that they can't win, but they can. They need to come out here and play hard, and all it takes is one game. Like you said, your coach used to tell you, all it takes is one game to turn this thing around. And speaking of Brian Harson, the dude is 18-0 and at halftime. And then he's 0-18 after halftime. He cannot finish games. And that's what the Wolves got to do tonight is finish. They've had some problems doing that the first few games of the season, and that's what they've got to do tonight. I believe I told you at the beginning of the season, if we can go out there and we can play 48 minutes of football, we would either have a chance at the end or be there at the end walking off the field with the W. I believe last week we played a complete 48 minutes. And we had a chance there at the end, and unfortunately, uh, Landon Payton's pass was just four steps, so you know, ahead of Zeke. But if Zeke would have caught that, that would have been the winning touchdown. That it would have, Jacob. And we're about ten minutes to kick off um, here, waiting the uh, national anthem. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week pregame show on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Man, I love coming to your house to watch the game on this patio. Did you build it yourself? Yeah, man, I did. And I got everything I needed right here locally at the new Silicaga Ace Hardware. Really? Yep. I got the big green egg, the fire pit, and the propane heaters. Plus the meat church seasonings for the chicken, blues hog rub and sauce for the ribs, and the charcoal to coat them on. All at the new Silicaga Ace Hardware store. Look for them in the red corner of Ogletree Plaza. Well, I really didn't know they had all that. But our patio is really more for the teenagers. They have uni pizza ovens, too. That should be a hit with your boys. You're right, it would. I'll have to check out the new Ace Hardware store in Silicaga. Thanks. It's always a good day when your morning starts off with fresh hot coffee as well as cappuccino and latte options from Allen Brew Market. They mean it when they say fuel for your car and fuel for your body. You're rolling with Allen, oh We're in the final round. The winner of this round will be our grand prize winner, so let's go. Unique, stylish, quality furniture at a price you can afford. Jim. Furniture Masters. Correct. Easy financing for in-stock furniture and appliances. You can take home seven days a week. Angie. Furniture Masters. Correct. Professional assistance on turning your house into the home you've always wanted. Bob. Furniture Master. Correct. With Furniture Masters, you're always a winner. In the Fort Williams Square Shopping Center on Highway 280. 
Heritage Freight provides a wide variety of transportation, warehousing, and logistics services. Heritage Freight has earned a solid record of accomplishment in the industry by focusing on providing world-class customer it's service. Employing only the That's right. School is back in session. And that means it's time for our back-to-school super sale at Toyota of Silicaga. That's right. School is back. And so is carpool and traffic. We're here to put you into a new ride so you can get to school in style while saving you cash. Toyota of Silicaga.com. We have new Toyotas arriving almost daily. Plus, we have the largest selection of pre-owned inventory in the Coosa Valley with over 1,500 vehicles to choose from. Shop right now at ToyotaSilicaga.com. 100% credit approval is our number one goal, no matter your past credit history. Plus, join our VIP club at Toyota of Silicaga and receive seven years of oil changes, complimentary tire rotations, a three-day exchange policy, $500 off your next purchase, 10% off parts and service, and much, much more. All at no cost to you. School is back in session. So come get your deal now at Toyota of Silicaga. Remember, you're not just a number. You are part of the family. 397-65 Highway 280. Toyota We're worth the drive, and we will prove it. Financing your new home with Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union is as easy as one, two, dream come true. You can still find a great deal on a home loan. Coosa Pines offers fixed rate and adjustable rate mortgages at rates often below all others. And Coosa Pines makes it easy to finance the home of your dreams with no application fees and low closing costs. Visit CoosaPinesFCU.org for details today. Federally insured by NCUA Equal Housing Lender, NMLS ID 4050059, rate vary, membership required, restrictions apply. This is Blake Farr with Area Real Estate. The main complaint that I get from people is that a real estate agent didn't communicate enough with them, likely because they didn't care as much as we do. We're the real estate team that specializes in this local market. We have a reputation for putting you, the client, first. Anytime you want information on the market or you're ready to buy or sell, stop by our office on West Fort William Street anytime between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. Let us find what you're looking Why should your business join the Greater Coosa Valley Chamber of Commerce? Promotions. We promote your business on our Facebook, Instagram, and website. Chamber members also have the opportunity to share special news slash events on our newsletters. For more information, visit us at greatercoosavalleychamber.com. Why should your business join the Greater Coosa Valley Chamber of Commerce? Advocacy. The Chamber will do its best to meet your business needs. We want to hear what you need so that we can connect you with the people that can help. For more information, visit us at greatercoosavalleychamber.com. For a church home, we invite you to visit First Baptist Church of Sulacaga. First Baptist provides sound doctrine and worship with many opportunities for spiritual growth and meeting new friends. Currently, Sunday morning worship is in person beginning at 11. First Baptist is located at the intersection of Fort Williams and Broadway Avenue, right across from the post office. But you may also view our Sunday services live streamed at theupliftingword.com. church home? We invite you to visit First Baptist Church of Sulacaga. First Baptist provides sound doctrine and worship with many opportunities for spiritual growth and meeting new friends. Currently, Sunday morning worship is in person beginning at 11. First Baptist is located at the intersection of Fort Williams and Broadway Avenue. You may also view our Sunday services live streamed at theupliftingword.com. 
Cervelli Auto Sales in beautiful Sylacauga, Alabama continues to grow thanks to all our loyal customers who love great vehicles at lower prices. We have cars up to three dollars and $4,000 off. Our payments are normally $100 to $200 less on the same vehicle as most dealerships around us. If you're looking for a gas saver, if you just want to improve your situation, please stop by Coosa Valley Auto Sales open from 10.30 a.m. till 4.30 p.m. Monday through Friday and 10.30 a.m. till 12.30 on Saturday on Highway 280 right across from Elite Daycare Center. The Central Alabama Community College prepare you to be work ready. Enroll in the six-week ready-to-work program and learn the skills you need to start a new career. Call 256-378-2024 to enroll. Don't let this free training opportunity pass you by. Call 256-378-2024 today. Get ready to work with Central Alabama Community College's free class. Call 256-378-2024. Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. drink of the month for September is pumpkin spice cheesecake with sweet foam. You can get this as an ice or hot latte or frap. It's topped with heavy whip and pumpkin spice syrup that creates a sweet foam. Perfect for our fall days that can either be hot or cold. Cup of Grace on First Street in both Sylacauga and Childersburg. Order online for pickup or curbside. Just search for Cup of Grace Cafe. Care may be new to Silicaga, but we've been helping people just like you for almost 20 years. I'm Dr. Tara Douglas. And I'm Dr. Jonathan Douglas. We are now open and accepting new patients at Broadway Spinal Care on Broadway next to La Costa. Back pain can lead to other problems like headaches and migraines. If you are tired of being in pain, check us out at BroadwaySpinalCare.com and call for an appointment. Broadway Spinal Care. Alabama Community College prepare you to be work ready. Enroll in the six-week ready-to-work program and learn the skills you need to start a new career. Call 256-378-2024 to enroll. Don't let this free training opportunity pass you by. Call 256-378-2024 today. Get ready to work with Central Alabama Community College's free class. Call 256-378-2024. Central Alabama Community College. Central to you. Central to your success. Financing your new home with Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union is as easy as one, two, dream come true. You can still find a great deal on a home loan. Coosa Pines offers fixed rate and adjustable rate mortgages at rates often below all others. And Coosa Pines makes it easy to finance the home of your dreams with no application fees and low closing costs. Visit CoosaPinesFCU.org for details today. Federally insured by NCUA Housing Lender NMLS ID 464059. Annual percentage rates vary. Membership required. Restrictions apply. For September is pumpkin spice cheesecake with sweet foam. You can get this as an ice or hot latte or frap. It's topped with heavy whip and pumpkin spice syrup that creates a sweet foam. Perfect for our fall days that can either be hot or cold. Cup of Grace on First Street in both Sylacauga and Childersburg. Order online for pickup or curbside. Just search for Cup of Grace Cafe. Taste it and love it. 
Now you're home for live Wolves football play-by-play on the flagship station for Fayetteville Wolves Athletics, RadioAlabamaSports.net. Welcome back to the Atkinson Homes broadcast booth. Blake Bagley alongside Jacob Bassett as both teams take the field here. The hometown Cougars running out. And the visiting Fayetteville Wolves. And a great atmosphere here tonight as you got a, a packed home side of the stadium and you got a not quite full visiting section as the Wolves, they traveled pretty well, but the bleachers are so big over there, it looks like there's not even that many folks over here. Yeah, you know, at, at one time, Cusa was a bigger school, a four, maybe a five-A school, and they built that, you know, thinking they were going to su- sustain that enrollment, but unfortunately, Cusa's kind of d- dwindled over the past few years, and now they're a lower two-A school. Had to have, and if y'all are just now joining us, we apologize for any technical difficulties trying to uh, get connected here on the app, but we seem to got all that straightened out, and we're ready to get some ball underway. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited about tonight. Uh, I believe we have a chance in this one. We'll be we'll definitely be in this one at the end. Let's just hope that we're the one that comes out on top. That's right. So it looks like we got number 44 for the Cougars to kick this thing deep. And it is underway, and it's going to be fielded at about the 25 yard line by Cam Hammonds. He dances around. Runs over a couple guys. The ball came out. Cougars pick it up. There's not a whistle dead, so there was a fumble there. It's recovered by number 33. And I'm not sure who number 33 is. Is this is not a numerical order? John Richardson. John Richardson there on the. Uh, on the recovery, so the Wolves receive the ball first, and I hope that's not a sign of things to come as the Cougars take over at the 30-yard line. And that's number 19, LaCorian Thompson leading them out. So first and 10 from the 30-yard line. Takes a snap. It's a handoff straight up the gut. Dances around. Gets around the edge. Picks up maybe three or four there, and that was who we don't have a number four. On the carry. What number was he? Eight. Yeah, well, I don't have his on or, Excuse me, that band being Cassidy Howard. That was number nine. I'm sorry, I misread that. Yeah, their nines do look like eights on their jerseys. And I was talking earlier about how good they were to read, but the nines do look like eights. Yeah, that they do. But that was error on our part. Coming out in the pistol, takes a snap, handoff to Howard straight up the middle again. Dance around. This time he won't get much. Maybe loses a yard, and this will bring up third and long. And this is uh, where you need to keep them at bay. Let's, uh, you know they're going to be a go for it on fourth down kind of team. And let's see, see what we can do here on third and long. Yep. So we'll see what they can do here, and see if the Wolves' defense can get a stop. So third down and about ten. In the shotgun, Thompson takes a snap. He fakes a handoff. He's going to keep it himself around the right side. And Zeke DeLoach, along with another company of Wolves over there, said no, sir. So that will bring up fourth and 12 in the punt team. Yeah, that was Zeke DeLoach. And I'm going to assume that was Jack Canoles. We don't have a number 51 on our roster. and We do apologize for that. 
but you know, normally if it's a, a different jersey, it's always the next number up. But that was a great, great job by them to snip that one out and keep them uh, behind the chains for a fourth down. That it was. So it looks like they'll keep the offense on the field. We got a change at the running back. Antonio Grant's out there now. So it looks like before they'll get a playoff. Russo will call a timeout. We'll keep it here, and he's wanting to try to get the right play dialed up or get the punt team out one, Jacob. Yeah, uh, a couple of miscues on, on offense there has brought them to a quick three and out. Now they're going to go for it on fourth down because they don't have a field goal kicker. I don't know many high school kickers that can kick it from this far, but obviously they're going to go for it. And if we stuff it here, that'll make that turnover not seem so bad. Yeah, that was a bad turnover there um, by the Wolves on opening kickoff. You Basically, you can just say you, you kick the ball off them to start out with, and then you're kicking it to them after halftime. you got to hold on to the ball. And uh, I would assume if they go for it here and we can stuff them, we will start with pretty decent field position. Um, we just can't afford to give up a score here this early. That we can't, and you know, Russo didn't want to have to burn a timeout this early, but nonetheless, he has to take one, and we'll see what the Cougars do here on this fourth and long. You would think it'd be a passing situation. Out of the pistol, two receivers to the near side of the field, one split out to the far side. He sends a man in motion, and he takes the snap, drops it. He drops back to pass, and he fires it out intended for... Like it was intended for was number 12 there, Majavius Culpepper. And that was kind of a weird play, Jacob. I thought he was uh, going to throw it left-handed based on how he was rolling out, threw it right-handed. Had that play been run to the right side, they might have had success. But fortunate run of plays there for the Wolves after the horrible turnover there on the kickoff. and Bring up first and ten for the Wolves at the thirty-one yard line. Yeah, we were fortunate that the you know the snap was bobbled, and I think that kind of forced him to make a decision on which hand to throw with. And he did. So out of the shotgun, two receivers to the near side, one to the far. Peyton takes snaps, a handoff to Cam Hammonds up the middle. He's going nowhere. He'll get back to the line of scrimmage, second down and ten. Yeah, this offensive line needs to dig in and have a timeout, or it's a flag on the play. Well, it's, it'll either be a face mask or a holding on the offense, and we'll wait and see what the call is here. But the offensive line on that play, did they need to dig in and, you know, give Hammonds a hole. It's going to be a personal foul on the Cougars. So the Wolves get lucky again, and that'll be a 15-yarder. I'm not exactly sure what that was for, Jacob. It didn't look like a face mask, so... That'll move the Wolves all the way to the 48-yard line, and they're almost at midfield now. And a quick Alvey Steers State Farm scoreboard update in the first quarter is 6 to nothing. Clay Central already over the Sylacauga Aggies. Mm. Tough, tough, tough year for the Aggies, and tough year for the Wolves, too, who are looking to get their first win tonight. Shotgun set again, two receivers to the far side, one to the near. Takes a snap, Peyton fakes the handoff, he takes it right up the gut, running around, stumbles, and falls down after about a six-yard gain. That'll bring up second down and four, and that'll cross the Wolves, or they'll cross over the 50-yard line down to the 44. Yeah, we're in plus territory now, so 
uh, we can make it four down territory every every uh, set of downs now. And that was a great job by Peyton there not to give up on that run, and he kind of limped to six yards. That it was. In this second and short situation, I might would take a shot. Takes a snap. Peyton drops back. He fires one over the middle to Reed Wallace. Just overthrew him, and that'll be incomplete. Bring up third down. And that was John Richardson on the cover. He matched uh, Reed step for step, but Peyton kind of put that ball where only Reed Wallace could catch it. Just unfortunately, that ball was thrown two steps ahead of Mr. Reed Wallace. That it was. So now the Wolves are facing a third and three year. At the 44-yard line, we'll see what Limbaugh has in the playbook. Reed Wallace, the lone receiver to the near side, two to the far side. Takes the snap, fake handoff up the middle. Peyton will keep it himself. He's got the first down, runs over a little more, and he gets about four yards on the carry, and that will bring up first down at 39. Yeah, Peyton looked downfield and didn't see anything that – Tickled his appetite, and he decided to keep it for himself, and that was a smart decision to give us a Southern Smiles, the Sulacaga first down. That it was. So we're about four minutes into this first quarter. We got a 0-0 tie, but the Wolves are driving from the 38-yard line here. First and 10, two receivers to the near side, one to the far. Cam Hammond's in the backfield with Peyton. Peyton takes a snap, drops back, and it's a little toss crack. Out to Cam Hammonds and Coosa Central looked like they were over there with John Limbaugh drawing up the play as that loses four yards. And that was not a smart play by the play caller across the field over there. You're you're in territory where you need to start taking shots downfield and not do these behind-your-back tosses like we're doing right now. Yeah, I don't know if that'd be counted as a run or a pass or what right there, but either way, it... Lost him about three yards, so second down and long. Peyton in the shotgun, takes snap, snap, goes back behind him, and he falls on it. Doesn't look like he got on it. It looks like it's Coosa Central football at the 49-yard line. So with uh, four and a half minutes out of the first quarter, Wolves already with two turnovers, and if they keep doing that, they will lose this game. Yeah, you can't. You can't win a football game when you turn the ball over, and you can't score when the other team has the ball in their possession, and there's two straight possessions right there where we put the ball back in their hands. Yep, that's uh, the second time they shot themselves in the foot tonight. And the Cougars will come out now and see if they can get something going on offense. they got a five-wide receiver set out there right now. And Thompson leads the team out there, takes a snap, and it looks like he faces Fakes a toss. He's running around in the backfield. Runs out of a sack. There's a flag on the field in the backfield right around the, the place of maybe holding, but I can't tell for sure. And He gets back to the line of scrimmage. Did all that running for no gain, but we'll wait and see what the call is. And there was a flag flown on the near sideline. I believe that's the territory of an incidental face mask, if my eyes serve me correctly. But either way, I believe if it's on... Both teams, it's going to offset. That it will, Jacob. So we'll wait the call from the white hat out there. So it's holding on the offense. And it looks like it's a late hit face mask. Excuse me, face mask on the Wolves. So they'll replay the down. So basically a, a free play by both teams. And man, I would have taken that sack because we had him 20 yards behind the line of scrimmage when we touched him. That we did, Jacob. So... 
Cougars catch a break there. That face mask, and they come out in the shotgun set now. Sends a man in motion, takes the snap. Thompson's an end around to the right side. And the ball carrier there, Elijah Richardson, didn't get much going. He might have got a yard out of that one, and that will bring up second down. Yeah, and waiting on him right there was Majavius Culpepper from the Cougars. He kind of ran into his own man as we were hitting him, so nowhere for him to go. And a quick Southern uh, State Farm, Albie Steer, scoreboard update, 14 to nothing, Beulah over Childersburg with two minutes and 42 seconds to go in a quick first quarter. Mm, that's a tough one. So we are about midway through this first quarter, 0-0 tie. The Cougars got the ball, second down and nine from the 48, and that's going to be a little trickeration on the handoff, fake the handoff, and then give it to Javon Peterson up the middle, and he looks like he's going to get a generous spot on that. He picked up about two yards, so it'll bring up third and about six here. That's a very generous spot, if you ask me. Yeah, so... uh Bring up third and about six, maybe seven here, and we'll see what the Cougars and Russaw, the coach, dial up for this play. And you haven't seen them go to the air very much, but you anticipate they might have to right here. You know they're – I don't know. They're, yeah, maybe a screen pass here. That's right. So Thompson takes a snap. He hands it off straight up the gut. And, it's wow, stripped. it was stripped. Okay. That was a weird change of events. It was given to Javon Peterson up the middle, and it looked like Cadence Barrett stripped it from him. Uh, I'm not sure what happened there, but good play by the Wolves. That was a great play by Cadence Barrett to say, do you think you're going to score here? No, I'm going to take that ball, and we're going to go the other way. So the first, first forced turnover by the Fayetteville Wolves tonight, and it couldn't have came at a better time. Well, that'll bring up first and fumble for the Wolves here at the 44. First and fumble. Yeah, because they fumbled every time they had the ball. So I hope that I'm wrong, but they may fumble it again. So two receivers to the near side, one to the far. Peyton in the shotgun with Cam Hammonds in the backfield. Takes the snap. He fakes it. He's going to roll out. He's rolling. Fires one as he's being taken to the ground. Could have been intentional grounding, but it, the flag will not be thrown, and that's fortunate for the Wolves. That'll bring up second and ten. And Coach Limbaugh's trying to plead his case and say that Cadence Barrett was the intentional. Oh, so target. they did throw the flag then, Jacob. And it is going to be intentional grounding. Either that or holding. Either way, it's against the Wolves. It looks like. We'll await the call by the White Hat. Yeah, he was being chased down, and if he could have got it a little further, he might have been okay, but. That'll bring that thing back, and if I remember correctly, that should be a loss of down. Yeah, this might be a hold because this is a very, very long penalty. Nope, it was intentional grounding. Loss of down, and it's going to be where the play was thrown. So, second down, and let me do my adding here, about 25 for the Wolves. Same set, 
Peyton takes a snap. It's going to be a handoff straight up the middle. Cam Hammonds, who's running, and oh, he, he, he's got the first down. He's, he's got, got more. He may go all the way. He's in the end zone. That's a touchdown for the Wolves. <laughs> give us a penalty. I tell you what, I'm going to give a six. And Cam Hammonds on a great run right there, right up the middle. He found the near sideline, and it was tail light. Yeah, that it was, Jacob. And so uh, that'll bring on Nick Abara here to attempt this extra point as a new score is Wolves six. Cougars zero with 5.24 left to go in the first quarter and a sloppy first quarter of play so far by both teams. And one thing we cannot afford is uh, we have a timeout. But one thing we can't afford is the miscues on special teams that we had last week. But I would assume we're, we're going to try with Nick. Or no, I don't even see Nick on the field, so we're going for two here. It's like they're going to try their hand at a two-point conversion. And after that run and that hole that was opened up by the offensive line, I say, hey, go for it. Why not? And no, Zeke will be kicking, and there's a timeout called on the field. We'll call one with them. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. My name is Lynn Hodges, and I recently went to Coosa Valley Medical Center for my annual mammogram. Since I'm classified as a senior citizen, I've experienced many mammograms over my years. Most of those tests have been painful, but my most recent mammogram was by far the most comfortable. The new 3D mammogram machine at Coosa Valley made for a pleasant and comfortable experience. Thank you, Coosa Valley, for making a life-saving test, one that was so much better. CVMC continues to be a jewel in the crown of our community. Welcome back to the Atkinson Homes broadcast booth here at Keith Bullard Stadium in Hanover, Alabama, as the Wolves have just went up six to nothing and had to burn a timeout here on the point after attempt. It looks like Zeke DeLoach will uh, be out there to attempt the extra point. They'll probably try some trickeration here, Jacob, if uh, if I had to guess. Snap, the hold, and yes, it is a fake around the right side to Zeke. Zeke will not get it. He'll be taken down short, and that'll be no good on two-point conversion. <sighs> Jacob, when you know Kusa Central has watched film all week, Zeke Deloach has not went out to attempt the extra point all season. So I'm sure when he was out there to attempt the extra point, the Cougars knew, hey, this is going to be a fake. Yeah, it looked like Coach Limbaugh's been watching old college football highlights on YouTube. That was the old Brad Wing at LSU uh, fake field goal against South Carolina about 10 years ago, and unfortunately that didn't work well for the Wolves. No, no, that it didn't. And so now the Wolves will come out here and get ready to kick this thing deep to the Cougars, and they want to see if they can get something going on offensive end. This broadcast is driven by Toyota Silicaga. And, Jacob, I wonder if we'll see Nick Abar actually out here to kick it or if they'll try to do a squib with Zeke. Well, you know, a couple of teams we played here recently likes to kick the squib kicks, but for the most part we've kicked it away. But, you know, this is a, a game both teams are desperate for a win. So <laughs> we, might, we, we might see the whole playbook tonight. Well, I don't think a squib kick would be very smart here as it looks like Coos Central has seven guys up here where the 10-yard mark is, so 
we probably won't be seeing that. So Nick Abark is ready to kick this thing. It's a short kick fielded at the 28-yard line. You got a blocker in front of him. He's at the 35 to the 40 to the 45 to the 50. Oh, horse collar down at the 45. Good call by the back judge, and that'll give him 15 free yards there. I tell you what, that back judge now has more passing yards in this game than either quarterback. He threw that flag about 25 yards. Jacob, I, yeah, he did. I could see the flag from up here, man. That was a blatant horse collar. I'm not sure who got it, but he was taken down at the 45, so that'll put him all the way down at the 30-yard line there. Yeah, and that was a, a very dangerous play because it folded that uh, kickoff returner in half. Yeah, and I believe that was... Travanti Odom, number 21, on the return there, and he was. He was folded up, and, you know, I really like the horse collar rule in, in sports because it really protects guys from injuries, and we'll see what the call is, as I believe it is horse collar. We're awaiting the call from the white hat. Let's see what he says. So, Yes. Personal foul. Oh, yep. So there was actually two flags there on the Wolves. Yeah, there was a hold and a horse collar. Obviously, you're going to go with the the bigger penalty, so they went with the horse collar there. And like you said, the ball will be placed on the 30-yard line going in for the Cougars in a quick uh, State Farm Alvey Steers scoreboard update. 12 to nothing in the first quarter. Clay Central over Silicaga. Mm. Man, that's tough, especially for homecoming. So now Thompson and this offense will trot back on the field with great field position. Second time they've started inside of the 50 and just hadn't got anything going. In the pistol, two receivers to the near side, one to the far. Takes a snap, and he is going to give it up the middle. And that'll be a gain of about seven to the right side. That was Antonio Grant on the carry, and that offensive line opened up a pretty good hole that time. Yeah, and like I said in the pregame, I don't know if they heard the pregame or not, but a lot of their linemen outsize our linemen, probably 20, 30 pounds per player. Yeah, that they do, Jacob, is we're just under five minutes into this first quarter, and uh, or excuse me, just five minutes to go in this fourth quarter, first quarter. Wolves up six nothing right here, but the Cougars are driving. Second down and four. Takes his nap. Same handoff up the middle to Grant. Grant bounces off a couple guys, and he's running, trying to get something going, and he'll get back maybe to the line of scrimmage. No, they'll say he lost two, so this will bring up third and six. And he is down on the field right now. And he is, so they're going to. Call an official timeout. We'll take one with them. You'll listen to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Lumber prices have come down, so if you put off that project or finishing something else, come to Van Sand Hardware and get everything you need. They don't have just lumber. They have paint, pipes, tools, and literally everything you need to build or fix just about anything. Plus, you get the friendly advice of folks that have been there, done that. There's always a story to be had with a smile and a laugh. You can't get that at Home Depot, and they have a better variety of yellowwood lumber, too. So for all your hardware and project needs, go to Van Sand Hardware on Highway 280 North in Oak Grove. Welcome back to the field for this crucial third down play. Four minutes to go here in the quarter as the Central Cougars are facing third and six. Rolling out. 
is Thompson. Thompson runs into a wall at about the 28-yard line. That'll go nowhere, and that will bring up fourth down and eight, and they'll leave the offense on the field. Well, yeah, this is an obvious call because I didn't see a single kicker warming up for the Coosa Central Cougars, and we were told before the game that it's a kickoff by committee kind of kicking unit for them, so every fourth down is going to be a for sure go for it. That it will, so four receivers out there and a tight end. Thompson in the backfield by himself. Takes a snap, drops back. He's got plenty of time. And he fires one over the middle. Intercepted by Cadence Barrett at the 20-yard line. And he runs it all the way to the 34. And that'll be first and 10 for the Wolves. And uh, number nine for the Cougars, Cassidy Howard, was wide open on a drag route out of his tight end position. And if he would have caught that, if he would have passed it to Cassidy Powell there. That would have been a touchdown for the Cougars, but he misread the the receiver's routes and threw it into coverage, and great job by Cadence Barrett there for the interception. Yep, so that will be four turnovers in nine minutes if you combine both teams, and this one isn't very pleasant to watch so far, is it, Jacob? <laughs> so first and ten for the Wolves. In the shotgun, Peyton takes a snap, hand up straight up the middle to Cam Hammonds. He bursts through the middle and picks up about seven on the carry, and that'll bring up second and three. Wolves still hanging on that six-nothing lead. Well, I will say this, though, Blake. When we do have the ball and we're not putting it on the ground, we are getting chunk yardage just about every play. Yeah, that we are, Jacob. This offense is moving the ball with purpose out there, so... They break the huddle. Reed Wallace trotting out. He's the lone receiver to the near side single coverage. You may see him take a shot at Reed Wallace right here. So Peyton takes a snap. Nova's going to be a handoff up the middle to Cam Hammonds, who will get past the first down marker and carry on all the way to the 50 for another state farm, excuse me, Southern Smiles of Silicaga first down. And with about two minutes left to go here in this first quarter. You know, one thing I would like to see here, we've had a few run plays in a row here. Now let's see. uh, Reed Wallace looks like he is overmatching number 13, Rodarius Gilbert, in his cornerback position. If we can get a ball downfield to Reed, that would work wonders for this Fayetteville offense. Well, now they've got Zeke Deloach on him on single coverage here on the short side of the field. And the shotgun takes a snap. Peyton is a fake handoff. He'll run it up the middle, and he'll pick up about six yards. So second down and four. And, Jacob, I think they're just going to keep it safe and keep running it. And why not? Why you you got a lead now. You got you took the lead early. And if you're running the football, you can hold on to it. But more importantly, you're running time off of the clock. That you are. So just about a minute to go here in this first quarter. We'll still cling to that. Six-nothing lead, and they have the ball second and about five from the 45-yard line. And I will say we are doing a great job of running the football because I don't think we've had a negative play on a run so far. That we have not. So two receivers to the near side, one to the far, and it looks like Limbaugh got them on the hard count. The whole defensive line moved. That'll give them five free yards. And we'll put them right at the 39 and a half, which should be a first down. 
Yep. So that'll be another first down. Southern Smiles of Silicaga first down, that is. And no matter how you can get them, but you'll take them, right? You know, there was an NFL game a few years ago, and the hard count was called. And I don't remember who was playing, but the referee got on his microphone. He said, false start or all sides on everybody but the center. <laughs> I remember that. Peyton takes a snap, fires one over the middle to Reed Wallace. And really wasn't a bad throw. Probably should have been caught by Wallace, but he got tangled up there with one of the defenders, and that'll bring up second and ten. Yeah, Reed had two or three Cougars on his trail there, and I think he heard the footsteps and he saw the tackle coming and just couldn't couldn't come up with a pass. Nope, and he'll trot off of the field. Peyton will trot back onto the field. Going to get this play call from Limbaugh, so... Second down and 10 from the 39-yard line. Zeke and Cole Hardy to the far side of the field. And Brenton Cantrell. Brenton Cantrell to the near side. Takes a snap, and it's a handoff to Cam Hammonds up the middle, and he will run up the middle with purpose and pick up about six yards, and that will bring up third down and four for the Wolves. I tell you what, Cameron Hammonds is on a mission tonight. There is a flag on the on the field. So let's see what the flag is about. Uh, face mask. Face mask on the defense. So that'll bring them up 15 more yards to about the 20 yard line, and excuse me, the 19 yard line where it'll be a first and 10 for the Wolves. And I think right now it's easy to say that this drive we have made improvements. We're not putting the ball on the ground and we're getting chunk yardage. Yeah, as it is. Jacob takes a snap. Peyton runs straight up the middle. He's grabbed in the backfield, and he'll be slung down after about a loss of one. And that'll probably be the last play of the first quarter as it will run down. It don't look like they're in a hurry to get a playoff, so... Your score will stand at six to nothing going into the second quarter. Wolves with a lead and driving. You're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Financing your new home with Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union is as easy as one, two, dream come true. You can still find a great deal on a home loan. Coosa Pines offers fixed rate and adjustable rate mortgages at rates often below all others. And Coosa Pines makes it easy to finance the home of your dreams with no application fees and low closing costs. Visit CoosaPinesFCU.org for details today. Federally insured by NCUA Equal Housing Lender, NMLS ID 464059, annual percentage rate vary, membership required, restrictions apply. Freight provides a wide variety of transportation, warehousing, and logistics services. Heritage Freight has earned a solid record of accomplishment in the industry by focusing on providing world-class customer service, employing only the most qualified and experienced drivers, and by having an unwavering commitment to quality. Heritage Freight received the 2020 Alabama Trucking Association's Excellence in Safety Award. They invite you to try their services and see the difference for yourself. Call 256-245-2488 or contact them at heritagefreight.com. You're listening to the Fayetteville Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union, where you belong. Now, back to the action. Welcome back to the Atkinson Home Broadcast booth as we get this second quarter underway here. 
at Keith Bullard Stadium here in Hanover, Alabama. The Cougars taking on the Wolves, and the Wolves snuck out of that first quarter with a 6 nothing lead, and it wasn't pretty most of the time, but they were able to get into the end zone. Yeah, it doesn't matter what color shirt you're wearing tonight, but you have to feel bad for both teams. Both teams put the ball on the grounder and another player's from the other team's hands twice. So that's two turnovers for both teams, but fortunately for us, we're up six to nothing and we're marching. That it is. So second down and about 11 from the 20-yard line, and it looks like that's going to be offsides on the defense. Yep, encroachment. So Limbaugh gets them on another hard count, and that'll bring up second down and six, so that'll make it a little more manageable. Yeah, Ladarian Ranshaw, number 34 for the Cougars, got a little little too antsy on that one, and he was in the backfield before the ball was even snapped. That he was, Jacob. So Zeke trots back onto the field, and Peyton trots back onto the field, and, and we'll see what the play call is here from the Wolves. And Jacob, based on how this Cougar offense has played, you got to think they got to rely on special teams and defense to maybe get them some scores tonight. So out of the shotgun, two receivers to the near side, one to the far. Peyton takes a snap, drops back. He's grabbed, throws one up in the air, and that, well, ooh, there was no receiver in the area. He wasn't out of the pocket, and that could have been easily called intentional grounding, but they get away with one there, and that'll bring up third and five. I have a theory. They didn't throw the flag on that one to make up for the previous one where there was a receiver in the area, and they still gave us a 25-yard penalty on an intentional grounding. That's true. That's true. That's a good point. That one, that one right there was pretty obvious, so they got away with one right there, though. So third down and five, Brenton Kentrell to the lone, alone on the far side of the field, and this is going to be a handoff straight up the middle to Cam Hammonds. Hammonds rumbles forward, but he will not be close to the first down marker, and this will bring up about fourth and four for the Wolves. I would really love to see Nicobar try for three here, but obviously that's not going to happen no matter how much me and you beg Coach Limbaugh on Thursday nights to see a three-pointer. I'm going to take a picture right now. So I can remind Coach Limbaugh this moment on the coaches show on Thursday. And hopefully that show at Harvey's Thursday night, we will be discussing our first win of the season. Yep, that's what I'm hoping as well, Jacob. Three receivers out there, tied in and a running back. Peyton, they're trying to get him on the hard count. They're not going to jump. He looks over there to Coach Limbaugh. Coach Limbaugh burning time out will keep it here. Just about a minute into this second quarter, and Jacob, you don't want to have to burn these timeouts. Limbaugh's already burned two. And he burned that first one on the first offensive series of the game, and like you said, you don't want to burn them early. You might want to keep them towards the end of the half in case you know you're in position to score to go up a, another score before half, but unfortunately we only have one timeout left in our pocket. Yeah, that we do, Jacob. And, uh, you know, Coach Russo actually burned a timeout, too. So both coaches here spending these timeouts early. And you would think right there that Coosa Central would be ready for the hard count. So I probably wouldn't have tried it. Or at least if it didn't work, then have have the actual play line dialed up that you're going to run. And a quick State Farm Alvy Steer scoreboard update with 6.17 to go in the first half. is Beulah 14, Childersburg. Seven. Nice. So, Childersburg got out to a 
a 14 nothing deficit, but it looks like they're clawing their way back. And the Wolves take the field for this fourth down. So fourth down, four yards to go. It looks like they're going to bring in the Wildcat formation. Takes a snap. Barrett's going to go straight up the middle. Barrett is close to the marker. Did he get it? They will say... I'm trying to... Yes, he will get the first down by a few feet. So that is a Southern Smiles of Silicaga first down for the Wolves. It uh, looked like one receiver was behind the line, and or not receiver, referee was behind. The other one was standing about where he's at right now for the first down, and we we're fortunate. So same formation, Barrett and the Wildcat. He'll run up the middle this time. He'll get nowhere and maybe a yard. And if you're the Cougars, you wish you could have done that to play before. So that'll bring up second down to go for the Wolves from about. Dick, what does that look like? The the eight yard line? Oh, about the seven. From the seven. So you got three plays to get seven yards, and the way they've been running, I like the odds. You know, every referee's different. Some of them you play from his back foot, some of them you play from his front foot, and where his front foot is is about the seven yard line, so I'm going to assume that's where the football is right now. Yeah, that that's right, Jacobs, and so. They're still in the Wildcat out there. They got a heavy set with Barrett in the backfield. Barrett sends Zeke Deloach in motion. He's going to toss it to Zeke Deloach, who's running around to the left side. Zeke's running backwards, and he'll go nowhere, and that'll be a loss of about three yards. Cougars sniffed that one out. So that'll bring up third and goal from about the 10-yard line. If you want to be successful, you have to run north and south and not east and west. And Zeke couldn't... Couldn't quite get the compass to go in the right direction there, and unfortunately that was a loss of about three. Well, and the problem is, too, right there, Jacob, he didn't have any blockers there on the far side of the field. You at least want one guy that split out wide on one of those plays, so at least he would have a lead blocker. But when he's out there, he's got you know, he's got to make a guy miss, and sometimes that's difficult to do when you're trying to cut up field. So third down to go. Barrett in the backfield takes snap, same place, except it's a double pass this time. Zeke fires one to the end zone and intended for Cole Hardy incomplete. Cole Hardy wanting a flag, but I did not see a flag right there. And so that'll bring up fourth down for the Wolves. And this is an important fourth down for the Wolves, and I believe we're going to see another shot towards the end zone. Of course, you have to on fourth and goal, but a quick scoreboard update presented by State Farm. Albie Steers is 20 to nothing. Central Clay County over Sylacauga in the second quarter. Man, well, maybe they can get that thing righted there in the second half. If you're the Aggies, I know that's homecoming, and that's, that's a tough one for sure. Do you think we'll see a hard count right here? I believe we will. Yeah, they might try it. So no, you can't. looks like Coach Limbaugh is going to have to burn his last time out. We'll take a timeout with them. Your list of federal football game of the week on the Federal Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. 
Financing your new home with Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union is as easy as one, two, dream come true. You can still find a great deal on a home loan. Coosa Pines offers fixed rate and adjustable rate mortgages at rates often below all others. And Coosa Pines makes it easy to finance the home of your dreams with no application fees and low closing costs. Visit CoosaPinesFCU.org for details today. Federally insured by NCUA Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, IB, 464059, annual percentage rate vary, membership required, restrictions apply. Welcome back to the field. With about nine minutes left to go until the half, the Wolves are facing a fourth and ten from the ten-yard line. We call it fourth and goal because you got to get to the end zone here, barring a penalty. And we'll see what they can do. They got three receivers out there, and Peyton is in the backfield. He takes the snap. He drops back. He's looking. He's going to try to run up the middle. He's got some space. He's running to the five, to the three, to the goal line. He got, he got it. in. Touchdown, Wolves. A great job by Landon Payton right there. He didn't see anything he liked. He did have Zeke Deloach in the end zone, but I believe Zeke was in in the single coverage, so Landon decided to keep the football, and that's another six points on the, on the scoreboard. So your score now is Wolves 12, Cougars 0, and we'll see if the Wolves decide to kick the extra point here, go for two again. And, Jacob, I don't think a single play from either one of these teams has actually worked. It's been their players having to improvise that's actually worked. It's always good to, to know how to improvise. I that's right. That's helped us out. That it has. So it's going to be a wildcat snap. Cadence buried up the middle. He It didn't look like he got in from here, but they're going to say the two-point is good. So the new score is Wolves 14, Cougars 0. Um, and the Wolves get ready to kick this thing deep again. And that was a smart decision by Coach Limbaugh to go for two right there to, you know, go up two touchdowns. And fortunately for us, that was a two-point conversion. It actually worked. You know, we had problems with those last week. Yeah, that we did, Jacob. We could have got if we'd have got a couple more of them, we could have won the game. But we were 0 for three on two-point conversions last week. You know, now we're up two scores. You have Central where you want them. You know, Central can't get nothing going on offense. and You need to keep building on that. Keep keep hammering down on defense. Yeah, that you do, Jacob. And we'll see if Nick Abar comes to kick this thing. And a little confusion on which side of the field the Cougars need to be on to receive this kick. And, again, they are stacking players at the 50-yard line. They are not going to be fooled by onside kick here, Jacob. Coos yeah, is central thinking this is backyard football. You know, we're losers walk, but in high school football, it's the complete opposite. That's right. That's exactly right. You know, we need to get our fantasy football team together and play an eight-on-eight football game at the Jacob, Park Links Field. I don't know if someone could, could play an eight-on-eight football game. So there's the kick by Nick Abara. And it'll be fielded, then muffed at about the 20-yard line. It'll be picked up to the 25, and that's where the ball carrier, Joshua Harrison, will be taken down. So that'll be first and 10 for the Cougars. It'll be first and 10 from about the 25-yard line. Like I said a few minutes ago, Cougars can't get anything going on offense, and 
our defense is, you know, coming to as the game is progressing. And right here, we could use a good stop. Yeah, that they can, Jacob. And so, you know what my takeaway tonight is before this thing even hits zero? What's that? We should have put TC on the schedule. Yeah. So, first down for the Cougars. <laughs> Three receivers out there. Sends a man in motion, takes the snaps. Going to be a handoff uh, to the outside. And that will be a pretty positive game, and that will get them a first down there on the carry is Elijah Richardson. And that will move the change for the Cougars. And I do believe that is the first first down by the Coosa Central Cougars, and it only took them a quarter and a half to get That it did. So about seven and a half minutes to go until we get to the half walls with a 14 nothing lead. And the Cougars now getting their first first down. And, you know, if the Wolves hadn't turned the ball over a couple times, you'd probably see more of a lopsided score here. So from the 37, sends Richardson in motion again, takes a snap, and Thompson's going to try to keep it around the right side. And he loses about eight yards on the carry, and that'll bring up second and 18. Yeah, great great job by Mr. Brenton Cantrell firing through his gap there, getting in the backfield and bringing the quarterback down for a good sack. Yep. So that'll bring up second down and really long to go. You know, they haven't really went to the air that much this evening, and that's having me think that maybe they don't have a lot, a lot of trust in their receivers. But they do have a decent running core, so empty set here. Thompson takes a snap, and it's going to be a QB draw up the middle, and he's actually got some positive yardage for he's taking down at the 35-yard line. He'll get back about five of the seven yards he lost, so this will bring up third and 12. And, you know, Coach Limbaugh told us in the coaches' show last night that you will see multiple offensive sets by this Coosa Central offense and i tell you what blake if they have three they need to find one and stick to it because none of the three are working for them so far <laughs> yeah that's true jacob you know you gotta like you said find one that works and kind of stick with it because their offense has definitely struggled this evening and looks like there is a timeout on the field and that'll be taken by russo we'll take one with them with six minutes left to go in the second quarter wolves up 14 nothing you're listed a football game of the week the Sylacauga Parks and Rec present the Miss Sylacauga and Miss Sylacauga's Outstanding Teen Competition, Saturday, October 1st, 5.30 p.m. at B.B. Comer School. Every candidate will receive a scholarship through the Maxi Beasy Patron Scholarship Program. To enter, you must attend B.B. Comer, a Sylacauga, or Fayetteville School, or be a Sylacauga resident for the past 30 days. For all other rules and to apply, go to MissSylacauga.com. Deadline for entering is September 17th. Welcome back to the field where the Wolves are up 14 to nothing here at John Bullard Stadium here in Hanover, Alabama over the Cougars. And the Cougars are facing a crucial third down here. Jacob, third and 11 for them. And you got to thank you. If you want to stay in this game, you got to get this ball moving a little bit. So they've got a new signal caller in here. That's Trevante Odom. He takes a snap, drops back. Nowhere to go. He's running around in the backfield. He's still running, taking down. For about a seven-yard loss, slung to the ground by Atticus Jacks. That'll bring up fourth down, and I hope to God you see the punt team right and, here. Uh, that was 
Ashton DeShazzo right there with Mr. Atticus Jacks bringing the new quarterback down. And I'm telling you, from here on out, every play for this Coastal Central offense is going to have to be a big play. Yeah, that it is, Jacob. Down 14 to nothing. You hadn't been able to get a stop or get off the field on fourth down. And so you definitely got to get things turned around if you're the Cougars and want to stay in this one. So Antonio Grant is going to kick this thing deep, takes a snap with a kick. And that's actually a decent little punt. It'll land at the 48. Fielded by Zeke Lopes. He's at the 50, to the 45, to the 40, to the 35, to the 30. Cuts back to the middle. He's to the 20, to the 15, to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown. There's a flag on the field. It'll keep coming back. It's going to be a block in the back. That was a big play that we needed to go up three scores. Unfortunately, that play will be marred by yet another fayetteville penalty. And we'll have to have a timeout on the field for the Wolves to go get some more ammo so that way they can reload and start shooting themselves in the foot again. Yeah, I don't know. That's something we can ill afford at this moment in this struggle for both teams. I know we, we're up two scores, but it has been a struggle, really. You know, we turned the ball over twice early, but things are starting to actually click for the Wolves, but then a, a big penalty like that right there will just kill that momentum that you have. So instead of a point-after attempt... The Wolves will have it first and 10 at the Central 44. And, Jacob, you're exactly right. You have a few plays that are positive, start building momentum, and then you negate it by a huge penalty right there with about five minutes left to go before the half. You're up 14. You could have kind of almost sealed the game right there. and Now you got to trot your offense back on the field. Coach Limbaugh had the boys over there in a big huddle trying to regroup them and say, guys, let's not shoot ourselves in the foot. So the quarterback's not on the field right now. Cam Hammonds don't know what the play call is. And they don't have any timeouts. So they finally run him out there. And I don't see a play call. It looks like they get the snap off. And Peyton will be thrown to the ground in the backfield. That was Odom. Excuse me. That was Grant in the backfield. And alongside with him was Joseph James. Peyton had nowhere to go. And this will back him up across the 50 for about a second down and 18. No blocking up front, just open the floodgate up, and that was a big loss for this Fayetteville offense. And this is something you can ill afford with the momentum that you have on your side. And plays like that right there will kill it in an instant. Uh, that it will, Jacob. So, second down, 18. Three receivers out there. Running back in the backfield with Peyton. Peyton takes a snap. Hands it straight up the middle to Cammons. He, Hammonds, excuse me, bumps it to the outside and picks up about 13. So that'll help with that lost yardage, and that'll bring up about third and seven. And you would hope that this would be a passing situation. We need to get the passing game going. We're doing most of our offense on the ruin. But, uh, you know, usually a lot of running plays will eventually open up that passing game. We've had receivers wide open downfield, and we need to start using that to our advantage. That we do, Jacob. So, important third down, eight to go. Peyton trots back there on the field. And they're taking a good good while there in the huddle. They finally break it. Zeke and Cole Hardy to the near side. Brenton Kentrell to the far side. Peyton takes a snap. He drops back to pass. It's a screen to Zeke Deloach over the middle. Zeke trying to make something happen. He picked up about three or four yards. 
tried to hop over a guy and couldn't quite clear him, so this will bring up about fourth and five. You know, Blake, during halftime, both of these teams need to head to either Ace Hardware or Van Zant and find the tools they need to fix the wrongs that we've seen plenty of in this first half. And <laughs> so far, it's not been good, and it's, it's, it's starting to become a hard game to watch if you're a Cougars fan. Yeah, that it is, and you know, fortunately, like you said, the Wolves are up 14 to nothing, but it has not looked good at times. So same set as before. Peyton in the shotgun. Takes a snap. He hands it off the middle directly to Cam Hammonds. He won't get it. That'll be a stop. And that is the first time this Coosa Central defense has been able to get off the field on fourth down. So that'll bring it first and ten for the Cougars at the 39-yard line. I believe we had Zeke DeLoach. Wide open for a slant, but I don't think that was part of the play call. And I do have a Comer score update for us presented by State Farm Albie Steers. And would you believe the score is 24 to nothing, B.B. Comer at the half. They're winning? Yes. Who are they playing? Thorsby. Thorsby. Oh, wow. Yeah. So another Region 4 matchup here in the good old 2A high school football in Alabama. And, uh, Comer's the clear favorite to, to win the region. Yeah, that they are, Jacob. And I mean, the only, to me, the only team standing in the way is Fife and Highland Home to win it all. Takes a snap. Thompson scrambling around. Ooh, it looks like he was grabbed by the face mask and hit late. Yep, at the 35. So... The Wolves would have been patient. That would have been about a three-yard loss, but instead that will give them 15 free yards. And it looked like on that play, too, that emotions were getting the best of our favorite Wolves on defense, and that's something you cannot let happen. Just go out there and play the game. Yep. That's exactly right, Jacob, and you're already up by 14. There's about three minutes left in the half. I mean, you, like you said, you can't let the motions get the best of you. And now that the Cougars will have the ball at the 50. Sloppy game by both teams so far. And that's what you would expect out of, unfortunately, and I hate to say it, two of the basement teams in Region 4. That's right. So Thompson in the backfield by himself. Takes a snap, drops back to pass. He's got a little bit of protection. He's rolling to the right. Sees open field. He fires one deep. Oh. And it was almost a one-handed interception by Brenton Kentrell. Looked like it was intended for Nigel Milner. And had he thrown it about a yard further, that would have been six, Jacob. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, he, he, he rolled out to his right-hand side, and there was nothing. I thought he was going to keep his it. way. I thought he was going to keep Me it. Me too. So some questionable decisions there by Thompson, the quarterback. That will bring up second and ten from the 50. You know, maybe he looked at the wrong wristband. <laughs> Possible. So empty set again. I'll probably try the same play again. Thompson takes a snap, drops back. He's rolling to the right. Green grass in front of him. 
and he'll pick up about five yards before he is brought down, and this will make it third and five with about two and a half minutes to go in this second quarter. Kusa is calling a timeout, but I will say you called that perfectly. They did go with that same play, and he decided to keep it, and look at what he did with it. That he did. So they're going to take a timeout on the field. We'll take one with them. You're listening to Federal Football Game Week on the Vettel Sports Network, presented by Kusa Pines Federal Credit Union. Lumber prices have come down, so if you've put off that project or finishing something else, come to Van Sand Hardware and get everything you need. They don't have just lumber, they have paint, pipes, tools, and literally everything you need to build or fix just about anything. Plus, you get the friendly advice of folks that have been there, done that. There's always a story to be had with a smile and a laugh. You can't get that at Home Depot, and they have a better variety of yellowwood lumber, too. So for all your hardware and project needs, go to Van Sand Hardware on Highway 280 North in Oak Grove. Welcome back to the action here on the Fevel Sports Network. Wolves hanging on to a 14-0 lead over the Cougars. And Cougars right now facing a third and five from the Wolves 45. So you got to think, Jake, we got two plays here to get five yards. And uh, the way things are going, you're either going to have a penalty or you're going to have a turnover if you're the Cursus Central Cougars, and I would take either one right now. And I would too, Jacob. So two receivers split out to each end. Thompson takes now. He drops back to pass. He's got pretty protection. Steps up in the pocket. Takes off to run with it. He's got a first down. He's in open field to the 25, all the way down to the 22. And that is the first big play by this Coosa Central offense today. And so you can see the sideline fired up as that is a first down for the Cougars, and we ain't said that very much this evening. And you're starting to let momentum get on the side of the Coosa Central Cougars, and, you know, football is a momentum sport, and you can't afford to give it to your opposition. No, that you can't, Jacob. So Howard's in the backfield with Thompson. Thompson takes a snap, and he's going to look to throw again. Fires one across to the outside, and that was caught by Majavius Culpepper. And that'll pick up about five yards and stop the clock because he got out of bounds. Excuse me, they'll let it run. About a minute and 45 left to go here. And inside of two minutes, you would expect to see a few shots towards the end zone here for the Coosa Central Cougars. Oh, yeah, definitely, Jacob. And uh, you, you'll definitely see a lot of quick plays, too, trying to get out of bounds. So in the pistol. Howard in the backfield with him again. Takes the snap, fakes it. Howard rolls to the right side. He's got a man wide open. If he'd have thrown it, that would have been a touchdown. But he jumps, leaps forward, and it looks like he's got a first down as that clock keeps on ticking. Excuse me, that'll be third and one. And I don't know why he didn't keep it right there, Jacob, or why he didn't throw it, excuse me. Looks like Howard's trying to keep the game in his hands right now, and you saw that right there. He held the ball, when he had a receiver wide open in the end zone. Yeah, he did. It's a third down and one to go. Takes a snap, drops back. It's another pass. Fires one over the middle. Oh, in and oh. out of the hands of Nigel Milner. At the three-yard line, that was a beautiful throw, so this will bring up fourth down. I'll tell you what, the football gods were looking out for us on that play. That it was, Jacob, and so that will bring up fourth and one. Man, that was that was luck for the Wolves. That was a beautiful pass. Beautiful pass there by Corian Thompson. So fourth down. 
and a long one to go. Takes a snap, drops back to pass. He's running around in the backfield, makes a man miss, running, fires one incomplete, intended for Javon Peterson. And that will turn the ball over on downs, and it'll go to the Wolves. You know, if I was Coach Limbaugh across the way over there, I would just run the ball, kill some clock, let's get in the locker room, and let's regroup at halftime. Absolutely. I mean, you know, you've got a 14 to nothing lead, even though the product that these two teams have put out has almost made our eyeballs bleed here in the first half. I would uh, I'd just kneel it and get to the half if it was me, Jacob. You know, you know what other football team makes my eyeballs bleed? What's that? The Auburn Tigers. Yeah, that they do. And this, we're Auburn fans. This uh, this game reminds me of the Auburn Missouri game quite a bit. Takes a snap, Canis Barrett. He'll kneel it, and they'll probably have to kneel it one more time and get in there to the half with a fourteen nothing lead. And it's the first time the Wolves have had a lead at the half since week one, right, Jacob? That is correct. So they'll probably kneel it again here with Cadence Barrett. He'll take the snap. He'll kneel it. And this will get him to the half. So we'll be right back with the Fevel Football Game of the Week halftime show. Scores Wolves 14, Cougars 0. We'll be back with the first half analysis. You'll listen to the Fevel Football Game of the Week on the Fevel Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Valley Recycling is currently only serving commercial and industrial contractors for all of their recyclable metals. They can bring your business a dumpster to put recyclables into, and they offer demolition services. Call 256-245-4300 for a quote or for more information. Stay tuned to their Facebook page for when they plan to reopen to the public. Why should your business join the Greater Coosa Valley Chamber of Commerce? Promotions. We promote your business on our Facebook, Instagram, and website. Chamber members also have the opportunity to share special news slash events on our newsletters. For more information, visit us at greatercoosavalleychamber.com. Why should your business join the Greater Coosa Valley Chamber of Commerce? Advocacy. The Chamber will do its best to meet your business needs. We want to hear what you need so that we can connect you with the people that can help. For more information, visit us at greatercoosavalleychamber.com. We've got a new Ace Hardware, and they're your tailgating headquarters. They have green egg grills in all sizes and premier charcoal, such as B&B and Fogo. They also have Yeti coolers. So go by and see Wade Pruitt and his crew and see all the great grand opening deals at your new Ace Hardware. Look for us in the red corner of the Ogletree Plaza Shopping Center on West Fort William Street in Sylacauga. Ace and the buddies with the helpful hardware, folks. At Milo's, we love to hear from our fans. Greg from Gardendale writes, Dear Milo's, I love your burgers, but I'm a bit of a messy eater. Any advice? Great question, Gregory. Have you tried spicing up your wardrobe with some sauce-colored sweaters? Or maybe something in a deep reddish brown that hints toward a hidden recipe underneath? Failing that, to maybe give napkins a shot. Bon appetit.
Freight provides a wide variety of transportation, warehousing, and logistics services. Heritage Freight has earned a solid record of accomplishment in the industry by focusing on providing world-class customer service, employing only the most qualified and experienced drivers, and by having an unwavering commitment to quality. Heritage Freight received the 2020 Alabama Trucking Association's Excellence in Safety Award. They invite you to try their services and see the difference for yourself. Call 256-245-2488 or contact them at heritagefreight.com. My name is Lynn Hodges, and I recently went to Coosa Valley Medical Center for my annual mammogram. Since I'm classified as a senior citizen, I've experienced many mammograms over my years. Most of those tests have been painful, but my most recent mammogram was by far the most comfortable. The new 3D mammogram machine at Coosa Valley made for a pleasant and comfortable experience. Thank you, Coosa Valley, for making a life-saving test, one that was so much better. CVMC continues to be a jewel in the crown of our community. Spinal Care may be new to Silicaga, but we've been helping people just like you for almost 20 years. I'm Dr. Tara Douglas. And I'm Dr. Jonathan Douglas. We are now open and accepting new patients at Broadway Spinal Care on Broadway next to La Costa. Back pain can lead to other problems like headaches and migraines. If you are tired of being in pain, check us out at broadwayspinalcare.com and call for an appointment. Broadway Spinal Care. Brush your teeth. Good, I like good answer. What happens when you brush your teeth? The germs are going away. Germs don't wipe toothpaste. Go see Papa and Dr. Casey. They can clean your teeth and fix cavities. Call me, Dr. Casey. Or call me, Dr. Redman. At 256-245-3645. Or learn more about our office at our website, southernsmilesofsilicaga.com. In the last 25 years, we've had five presidents. We now have smartphones instead of landlines. Computers went from 250 megabytes to terabyte hard drives. Netflix didn't exist, but we had Movie Gallery. There have been a lot of changes in the last 25 years, but Aldia's Ears has been your good neighbor State Farm agent all that time with the same great coverage State Farm built their reputation on. And Aldia's Ears is still here for you now with rates to fit your budget. Come see him on Broadway, just north of Jackson, Sylacauga. Great news for Sycamore Federal Credit Union members. The instant-issued debit cards are available now. There are 20 beautiful options that you can choose from. Cost for same-day graphic cards is $10 each. The option for the original card with a 7- to 10-day business turnaround time is still just $5. Sycamore Federal Credit Union, where you get more. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. We're here to make it Sarah Honda Summer Vacation Bill Payoff is underway. Sarah Honda of Sylacauga is going to take the heat out of those summer bills and help you upgrade to a nicer, newer vehicle today. Sarah Honda of Sylacauga is paying off summer vacation and back-to-school bills up to $1,250. No payments for 75 days. Interest rates as low as 1.99%. Sarah Honda of Sylacauga. Highway 280 in Sylacauga. 1.99% APR financing for 48 months. Must finance with your preferred network or lender with credit approval.
is the Radio Alabama Sports Halftime Show on the Fayetteville Sports Network. Welcome in to the Halftime Report here in Hanover, Alabama, as the Coosa Central Cougars trail the visiting Federal Wolves 14 to nothing. Uh, it has not been pretty in this first half at any point by either team, but the Wolves clawing out of here with a 14 nothing lead in the first half. And um, Jacob, Wolves got very fortunate on a few calls, and had it not been for a few turnovers, they may be up by a few more points. But uh, what, to get your thoughts, what did you think about the first half? Well, I'm looking across the field, and I see the big yellow dog sitting across from us, that being the school bus. And if the school bus had struggle on the side of it, it would have brought both teams to the field tonight. That it would have, Jacob. Neither team can really get anything consistently going. Now, the Wolves have had several good offensive possessions, and they had one cut short by a fourth down stop, uh, you know, around the – really within the – Within the ten yard line, wasn't it? No, no, excuse me. It was deep in their uh, in the opponent's territory, and they got stopped. So this very well could be a twenty one, twenty two to nothing ball game. But defense for Coos has stood tall. We actually have seen some life out of their offense there late in the first half. You know they do receive the ball after the second half kickoff. So um, you know if you're Rousseau and the Cougars, you're not out of this one yet. Yeah, LaCorian Thompson has found something he likes. Not LaCorian Thompson, I'm sorry. Cassidy Howard, the quarterback, has found something he... No, you're right. LaCorian Thompson is the quarterback. But they have found something they like. And, you know, he's been keeping the ball the past few offensive plays for the Cougars. He's found something he likes on that right side, and he's attacked it. You know, those last four, five, maybe six plays of the first half, and we're fortunate enough that those runs, you know, that led to a a pass, and we're fortunate enough that that pass was dropped, and that was a pass that could have ended the shutout. Yeah, that it could have, Jacob, and it was a pretty throw, and he just bobbled it. Um, And fortunately for the Wolves, like you said, he dropped it, but had – had he held on, we'd be looking at a completely different game. But fortunate enough, you know, we are up at the half, and like you said, during the the duration of the first half broadcast, that that is the first time we have led at the half since we played Verbena back way back in week one. And, you know, hopefully those second half woes that we had in that game won't transpire here in Hanover. Yeah, I'm hoping that that game looks nothing like this game and they're night and day difference because if you remember we were up 18 to 8 in the second quarter end up losing 50 to 18 so I, i'm not sure if it's they just forgot to play football in the second half of that game or what it was but i hope that that debacle does not happen this evening and speaking of teams that can ride the struggle bus we're talking about the silicaga aggies i'm gonna have a, a few of our sister station Games in progress right now. A lot of those have gone to the half right now. Clay Central is on top in Sylacauga. Sylacauga's homecoming, and unfortunately, it's not looking like a happy homecoming as they are down 34 to nothing at halftime over at Legion Stadium. Uh, Comer up 24 to nothing at the half over Thorsby in another Region 4 2A matchup. And in 3A, the Childersburg Tigers is down 17 to 14 over in Beulah down in Lee County. So there's a few of our scores, and right now we're the only team, well, us and 
Comer, the only two teams out of the four who are up at the half, and hopefully we can sustain that lead, and we can leave Keith Howard Stadium with the first victory of 2022 tonight. Man, Jacob, that would be nice because these Wolves have played hard this season, and unfortunately they have not been able to come out on top this year being 0-6, and it would be great for them to come out of here, build some confidence going into next week, and hopefully be um, two and six, and then you got Comer, which that'll be a tough one, and then you finish out with Holy Spirit. So it's definitely possible they could end this season three and one. And not to take anything away from Coosa Central, you know they're they're under new leadership this year. But the way we played in that first half, if it would have been against a greater opponent. We would be looking at a lopsided score, yes, but unfortunately we probably would be on the losing end of that lopsided score. Yeah, it would definitely be a lot more than 14 to nothing, and it would not be in our favor uh, if we were playing against. We played like this last week against Thorsby. We would be down by multiple possessions. And uh, we can use Thorsby as the gauge, I would say, is the best game we've played all year. And Unfortunately, it looks, I know we're up 14 to nothing at the half. It looks like we've taken a slight step in the wrong direction, but, you know, we see Limbaugh down there. They didn't go to the locker room, which is up the hill in the gym here at Coosa Central. They were down in the corner of the end zone, and Limbaugh was talking to his guys, so maybe he took a page out of the Ace Hardware, Banzette Hardware book, and let's fix what needs to be fixed and let's go out and let's have a better second half and let's try to widen that gap over these cougars yeah that it is jacob and that definitely want to come out here and play with a little more ump here in the second half clean up a lot of those um sloppy plays penalties and turnovers you had in the first half because next week you got to travel all the way to woodland and uh, that's going to be a long trip for us jacob and you know that trip to woodland was actually our first broadcast as you know, broadcast partners and that it was. You know, that was a great game. We went for it on fourth down. No, they went for it on fourth down. We got a sack, but they got a first down out of the sack. How that happens in football, I don't know. But you know, that's a game and a place that Coach Limbaugh's had circled for a very for the really the past two years. That it has been, Jacob. And I hope I, if you're an official out there listening. And if you were officiating that game, I hope that you are no longer an official. Yeah, that because was, you were horrible at your job. That was pretty bad. I've never seen a play in football where the quarterback is sacked and awarded a first down. But like I said, but you know that game was a, a ray of hope because that was back there in the COVID nineteen so called pandemic, and you know that was the first live sporting event I saw in the year twenty twenty, and it was an exciting game. And, you know, unfortunately, the Wolves didn't come out on top. But, you know, this Wolves team will be ready to go next week down to Woodland and beat those Bobcats or whatever they're called down. I think they are the Bobcats. They are the Bobcats, yeah. Uh, they're not having a very good season either this year. They're they're struggling. And the Wolves' front half of their schedule this year, Jacob, were just, I mean, it was stacked. Yeah, and, uh, you know, if you're comparing two-way regions, you look at the region – you know, Region 3, that's the Highland Home, the Lynette, the Laverne, the Lafayette. You could call that the SEC West of 2A. And if you look at our region, you could call it the SEC East. You have two, maybe three teams, and then there's the rest. Like the SEC East, you have Florida, the Tennessee, and Georgia, and then everybody else in that in that particular division of the SEC. But I believe, you know, this team is young. The Spavel team is young. Last week was a ray of hope. You know, that, hey, 
we might could win three more games before this season's over, and that would be a positive shot in the arm for us going into the 2023 season next year because, you know, we're going to have the same schedule next year, just the home and the aways are reversed, so you know what to expect. And I'll tell you what, this team might be better next year, you know, going through the experience as they are towards the end of the season. Like we talked about with Coach Limbaugh is that the way that you end a season matters. Um, how you um, start the next season. You know what I'm saying? Like last year we ended a, against Childersburg, and that was not a very pretty game. And we got blown out. You know, there's some unfortunate circumstances. What do you do? You come out in the next season and start out 0-6. Um, so, you know, it's definitely tough when when you end the season on a bad note. But if they can get out of here with 3-1 and one in their last four games, I think they'll take it. And, you know, back in high school, that was 15 long years ago, I had the opportunity to play for Coach Curtis Gray on the Comer High School baseball team. And he told us, and I tell my softball girls this during the spring, I told them during All-Stars, all it takes is that one game, that one game to set the tone. You know, you could be down, but you turn around, you have that one good game, and that could – set the tone for the rest of the season you could use that as a positive and come out you know winning maybe three three or four ball games to end the season that's right jacob and i mean like we were talking about maybe next year the season will start out a little bit easier and you don't just jump into tough opponents because listen to this verbena their first opponent they're five and one right now their second opponent which i believe was ranburn i'm not exactly sure what their record is, but I can check it here. Benson is six and one. Isabella six and one. Um, Horseshoe Bend is got a pretty good record right now. So I mean, you know, they started out this season with a very tough schedule. Yeah, and uh, you know, we have a lot of road games this season too. We only have four home games. We have one more home game left on our schedule. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a tough one against a region opponent and B.B. Comer. But next year, looking forward to six home games at Farm Links Field next year. And you always like to have that home field advantage. That would be nice. And we got to talk to Limbaugh before the season about getting in the press box. Yeah, the, you know, our Atkinson Homes broadcast booth back home is actually the back Atkinson Homes top row with the fold-out table. You know, and like David McCurley told us, you know, it's a press box for a reason. That's right. That that it is, Jacob. And we're less than four minutes here from the Alta Point Hill third quarter kickoff. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we will be taking you live into the third quarter. Alta Point Hill third quarter. You're listed to the football game of the week on the Wetwell Sports Network presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Financing your new home with Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union is as easy as one, two, dream come true. You can still find a great deal on a home loan. Coosa Pines offers fixed rate and adjustable rate mortgages at rates often below all others. And Coosa Pines makes it easy to finance the home of your dreams with no application fees and low closing costs. Visit CoosaPinesFCU.org for details today. Generally insured by NCUA Equal Housing Lender, NMLS ID 464059. Annual percentage rates vary. Membership required. Restrictions apply. Welcome back to Name That Company. We're in the final round. The winner of this round will be our grand prize winner, so let's go. Unique, stylish, quality furniture at a price you can afford. Jim. Furniture Masters. Correct. Easy financing for in-stock furniture and appliances. You can take home seven days a week. Angie. Furniture Masters. Correct. Professional assistance on turning your house into the home you've always wanted. Bob. Furniture Masters. Correct. 
are wrecked. With Furniture Masters, you're always a winner. In the Fort Williams Square Shopping Center on Highway 280. It's always a good day when your morning starts off with fresh hot coffee, as well as the cappuccino and latte options from Allen Brew Market. They mean it when they say fuel for your car and fuel for your body. You're rolling with Allen, drink of the month for September is pumpkin spice cheesecake with sweet foam. You can get this as an ice or hot latte or frap. It's topped with heavy whip and pumpkin spice syrup that creates a sweet foam. Perfect for our fall days that can either be hot or cold. Cup of Grace on First Street in both Sylacauga and Childersburg. Order online for pickup or curbside. Just search for Cup of Grace Cafe. At Milo's, we love to hear from our fans. Lucas from Tuscaloosa writes, Dear Milo's, our band needs a saucy new name. Got any ideas? I sure do, Luke. How about Mega Meal? Or maybe Grilled Bun and the Secret Sauces for a folk band? Oh, says here y'all are a Nordic synth-pop ensemble. In that case, I suggest you get the band together for a lunch meeting at Milo's and figure out exactly how your lives went so wrong. Everybody go church home? We invite you to visit First Baptist Church of Sulacaga. First Baptist provides sound doctrine and worship with many opportunities for spiritual growth and meeting new friends. Currently, Sunday morning worship is in person beginning at 11. First Baptist is located at the intersection of Fort Williams and Broadway Avenue, right across from the post office. But you may also view our Sunday services live streamed at theupfiftingword.com. Why should your business join the Great Acusa Valley Chamber of Commerce? Promotions. We promote your business on our Facebook, Instagram, and website. Chamber members also have the opportunity to share special news slash events on our newsletters. For more information, visit us at greatacusavalleychamber.com. Why should your business join the Great Acusa Valley Chamber of Commerce? Advocacy. The Chamber will do its best to meet your business needs. We want to hear what you need so that we can connect you with the people that can help. For more information, visit us at greatacusavalleychamber.com. The best opportunity to be successful in life. You deserve that opportunity. Well, you just happens to be in our motto. Central to you, central to your success. Your future is right now. Don't wait. Make your dreams a reality by enrolling at Central Alabama Community College. Register today at CACC.edu. Spinal Care may be new to Silicaga, but we've been helping people just like you for almost 20 years. I'm Dr. Tara Douglas. And I'm Dr. Jonathan Douglas. We are now open and accepting new patients at Broadway Spinal Care on Broadway next to La Costa. Back pain can lead to other problems like headaches and migraines. If you are tired of being in pain, check us out at broadwayspinalcare.com and call for an appointment. Broadway Spinal Care. Man, I love coming to your house to watch the game on this patio. Did you build it yourself? Yeah, man, I did. And I got everything I needed right here locally at the new Silicaga Ace Hardware. Really? 
Yep, I got the big green egg, the fire pit, and the propane heaters. Plus the meat church seasonings for the chicken, blues hog rub and sauce for the ribs, and the charcoal to coat them on. All at the new Silicaga Ace Hardware store. Look for them in the red corner of Ogletree Plaza. Well, I really didn't know they had all that, but our patio is really more for the teenagers. They have uni pizza ovens, too. That should be a hit with your boys. You're right, it would. I'll have to check out the new Ace Hardware store in Silicaga. Thanks. Lumber prices have come down, so if you've put off that project or finishing something else, come to Van Sand Hardware and get everything you need. They don't have just lumber, they have paint, pipes, tools, and literally everything you need to build or fix just about anything. Plus, you get the friendly advice of folks that have been there, done that. There's always a story to be had with a smile and a laugh. You can't get that at Home Depot, and they have a better variety of yellowwood lumber, too. So for all your hardware and project needs, go to Van Sand Hardware on Highway 280 North in Oak Grove. The third quarter is brought to you by Alta Point Health. Just under a minute before we kick off this Alta Point Health third quarter here at Keith Bullard Stadium in Hanover, Alabama. As um, we get set to get this second half underway, Wolves up 14 to nothing, and they will be kicking the ball to the Coosa Central Cougars. And Cougars look like they had a good halftime um, there with their coach, Mr. Jeremy Lynn. Rousseau, and they look like they are pumped up, ready to come out, and the Wolves just look a little bit flat over there, Jacob. And likewise, but Coach Limbaugh did talk to his team briefly at halftime, and then I just saw a bunch of standing around. You need to talk. You need to utilize that 20 minutes to regroup your favorable Wolves team because right now it's not looking good. Yes, we're up 14 to nothing, but a lot of changes have to be made. You know, it needs to be a tell of two half situation. That it does, Jacob. I do agree. So both teams taking the field, and Nick Abarra will get this thing teed up and get ready to kick this thing away. And like I said, the the Cougars look like they're coming out with a little bit more energy, but the Wolves come out with the lead, and we'll see if this defense can get a stop here and not let the Cougars get any more momentum. Yeah, Cusa had a bunch of things go right their way. You know, unfortunately, there was a couple of miscues to end the half, but I would say momentum has shifted their way. Yeah, that I would say as well, Jacob. So Nick Abara got it lined up. He's waiting for the official signal to get it underway. And he'll get it. He'll run up, and he'll kick it deep. And it's going to be fielded by Howard at about the 20-yard line. He's to the 25, cuts it back up to the 30, powers forward, and gets to about the 35, and that's where this Cougar offense will set up shop. And a quick scoreboard update in Region 4, it's Class 2A, 21 to nothing to Isabella Mustangs over the Ranburn Bulldogs. Looks like Ranburn will come out of tonight's matchup at 3-4. and four. So... We'll see what Thompson and this offense can get rolling here starting out at their own 35. See if they can replicate what they had on that last drive before the half. So one receiver in the set. Thompson in the backfield takes snaps a toss around the right side to Howard. Howard powers through and picks up about six yards, second down and four. And uh, Kusa getting 
some chunk yardage there on the run. You know, Coosa so far has been a run-heavy team. Eventually, they'll go downfield, and we know that they will because, you know, they ran us and ran us and ran us, and eventually they started going downfield, and it all, they almost scored a touchdown off of a pass back, you know, late in the third, uh, second quarter. That they did, Jacob. And, you know, Coach Limbaugh said they got a few different offenses they want to run, and they're coming out in that wing set. Uh, it's going to be a toss again, this time to the other end of the field. And that will be a six-yard gain, and that will be a first down. And now they got Thompson in at the running back spot, Jacob. Yeah, Kusa, you know, went to the locker room. I guess they went to the locker room. I didn't see where they went at halftime, but either wherever they went, that looks like they regrouped pretty nicely at the half. Yeah, that they did, Jacob. And so, like I said, Thompson's in at the running back position. And your new quarterback out there is Antonio Grant. And now you got Howard in the backfield along with Peterson. Take a, takes a snap, and it's going to be a handoff around the right side on the end around. And that thing is going nowhere. That was Elisha Hayes on the carry, and that'll be second and ten. Yeah, and great job by the Wolves. Defensive front right there sniffing that one out for a minimal gain. Yeah, that it was. So second down and about nine and a half to go. It looks like they're kind of slowing things down, the Cougars are. And I think if you mix this in with a few pass plays from Thompson, you might just have a little bit of spark on offense. Yeah, we don't need a ball game on our hand while we're up 14 to nothing. That we don't. And the wing set again. Takes a snap. And this time it's going to be a fake and it's going to be a pass. Quarterback throws one. And that'll be incomplete. Should have been intentional grounding. I see, yep, official throws it. So, yes, that was intentional grounding there on the play. And you could hear the Fayetteville coaches. I'm assuming that was Coach Jackson, Coach Collier next door to us through these thin 1970s wood panel walls we have here in the press box. And they were wanting to fumble on that play, but we'll still take the intentional grounding. Well, his arm was going forward right there, so I think that was the right call. But it definitely was intentional grounding, and that'll bring up third down and forever for the Cougars about 27 so third and about 27 here for the Cougars I would I would love to see this Wolves defense tighten those clamps down and get another loss and maybe they'll punt it and we'll end up with good field position that we will Jacob so in the wing set again Grant at quarterback takes a snap he's rolling they, he fires one deep, what a cannon, he's got a man wide open, and it is caught at the 20-yard line. What a catch, and wow, what a throw there by Elijah Richardson. He caught, excuse me, that was Elijah Richardson on the catch. Grant on throw, Jacob, he dropped back at his own 20 and fired that thing all the way to the 20-yard line of the other side of the field, Jacob. He just chunked that thing 60 yards. He took his right arm, went all the way back to the ground with it, and just heaved that ball downfield, and we caught it. We knew it was coming. Run, 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 and they just went downfield. Beautiful pass play right there, and Grant would have been my quarterback from the start with that cannon. Snap, and it's going to be a run to the left side. Howard on the carry. He gets out of a tackle, stays on his feet, and he'll get down to about the eight-yard line. First and goal for the Cougars. Just over three minutes into this third quarter. 
Yeah, he could have been brought down five or six times before he got that first down, and unfortunately we just couldn't bring him down, and they're looking at first and goal for the Cougars. Yep. So the Cougars clawing their way back into this one. First down and goal from the eight, and this Wolves defense is looking a little gassed out there, Jacob. Under center, Grant takes a snap. It's going to be a toss play to Howard again. Howard running around, gets to about the six-yard line, so a minimal pickup there. Good play there by Cole Hardy and company making that stop. Yeah, great job by the Wolves defense right there. It's going to be a generous spot, it looks like to me. Looks like they gave him two yards on what should have been a loss. Yeah, it does look like that, Jacob. So that'll be second down and goal from the six. About four minutes into this third quarter. Now they'll come out in the empty set with Thompson. Wow, the trickery this offense has. Or excuse me, it was under center. It's a toss. That was a hold right there. Flag comes out. He's in the end zone. But that was an obvious hold there, and this one will be coming back. Yeah, that... Uh, offensive lineman, that looks like number 64 for the Cougars, Mr. Joseph James. He uh, needed a little extra help, so he saw the back of the jersey. He grabbed it, and the referee saw it, and that was a good flag, good penalty. Yeah, that was obvious. I, my sister don't know anything about football. I think she could have caught that one. That was a good call there by the official. Yeah, any fair-weather football fan that just knows a touchdown's worth six points could tell you that was a penalty. Yeah. So that'll bring up second down from the 19, and now you probably got to whip out Antonio Grant's arm and let him sling his thing here because it's going to be hard to pick up 19 on the ground. And, you know, that just brings up the question, why didn't you go with him from the start? Because I'm telling you, we go back to that pass, and it was beautiful. Now, that was the best pass I've seen all season. So he takes a snap, and it will be a handoff to James around the left side. He gets nothing, and... Gets back to the 20-yard line, and you just got to wonder about the play call here by the Cougars. I mean, this is just, I'm confused. I mean, you're at third and goal from the, I'm going to say, 23-yard line. Why not pass the ball? You went with the run there, and great job by the Fayetteville defense to sniff it out. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. There's nothing that gets on my nerves worse than bad play call in a game, Jacob. So it's time to come out in that wing set again. Grant under center takes the snap, and he's dropping back. He's going to pass. Throws across his body intended for number 85, Connor Mitchell. Wanted a flag. Won't get one. I didn't see a flag there. So fourth down from the 24-yard line. 23-yard line, excuse me. I can see where his argument comes from. You want to try to get that easy flag, but nothing nothing illegal on the pass coverage by the Fayetteville defense. So the Cougars will burn the timeout, and we'll take one with them. You'll listen to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. Coosa Valley Recycling is currently only serving commercial and industrial contractors for all of their recyclable metals. They can bring your business a dumpster to put recyclables into, and they offer demolition services. Call 256-245-4300 for a quote or for more information. Stay tuned to their Facebook page for when they plan to reopen to the public. Game 
action is presented by Toyota of Silicaga, where they're worth the drive and they'll prove it. Online at toyotaofsilicaga.com. Welcome back to the field. And this broadcast is driven to you by Toyota, or driven by Toyota of Silicaga. And for those of you out there listening and wondering how the Cougars come up with fourth and goal at the 23, me and Jacob don't know either. It was a series of bad play calling and bad execution. And with about seven minutes to go in this third quarter, they're they're basically don't they don't have a chance really to get this first down. So they'll come out wing set from the twenty three, fourth and goal. Takes a snap. It's gonna be a toss, it's gonna be a double pass to the end zone and great deflection there by Landon Payton and it was intended for Elijah Richardson. He would have caught it had Payton not deflected it. And not only that, Blake, there is yet another penalty flag on the play and it looks like it's going to go the way of the Wolves, the way this central offense is clapping and pointing their hands. So if this is any kind of foul, it'll bring up first and ten, won't it, Jacob? I believe you are correct. Especially if it's pass interference. I don't know what they're calling, but based, this offense is staying on the field, so it's on the wolves, but this huge change of events right here. What a play, though, by Peyton, and it looks like it's going to be negated, Jacob. And a great job by Landon Payton trying to help himself out there. And here comes the call from the white hat. Dead ball personal foul on the defense. Isn't that what it is? Uh, It was unsportsmanlike conduct. Wow, and that's a dead ball foul, which will bring up first down, right, Jacob? Yeah, I believe they're going to put it. Half the distance to the goal. I think that's an yep. end goal situation. Half the distance. I mean, are they? Do they want Kusa to win, Jacob? Well, somebody pulled out the old Henry out of the cabinet and shot herself in the foot on that one, Blake. Man, Jacob, I don't know what their ammo bill is, but all they've been shooting themselves in the foot this evening. So first and goal from the ten for the Cougars after a stop on fourth and goal. I mean. If you're the Cougars and can't get it in right here, man. And Limbaugh just burned a timeout. Limbaugh. I don't know, did he? I don't know, Jacob. This is hard to watch. They just put it on fourth down, so it's going to be a fourth and goal. Yeah, but I thought uh, that don't make any sense. No, any kind of personal foul... There's an automatic first down, so I, I don't know what the ruling on this one is here. We need to find us an official sit-up here with us as a rules analyst. Yeah, because that doesn't make any sense, because this will be a pass, and he takes off the run with it and gets nowhere, so that'll be taken down at the 12. And I... What? I'm, I'm just confused, Jacob. And with the way Antonio Grant threw that pass earlier, he, why are you still running the football? It just beats all i ever seen, but, hey, I'll take it. Jacob, I don't, I don't understand why that wasn't a first down for the Cougars. I don't know. We're going to have to find an official after this Cause game. Because that, that doesn't make any sense. If you're if it's an unsportsmanlike conduct, I thought it was supposed to be an automatic first down. I guess go back to the old Google and look up the NFHS rule book. Yep. Well, 
Wolves will take over at the 10-yard line. Peyton takes a snap, and he's looking to try to make a screen pass, and he won't get it out to Cole Hardy. He'll be sacked, and that'll be a loss of four, second down. And you had Zeke DeLoach coming across the field wide open. He did have a man on his trail, but if you would have threw it to Zeke, that would have been an automatic first down. Yep. So, Wolves up 14 nothing with the ball, second down, 15 to go, about halfway through this third quarter. Twenty-three to fourteen, Beulah over Childersburg. Seven seventeen to go in the third quarter. Mm. Tough one. Maybe they can come out with a victory. Takes a snap, hand off to Cam Hammonds up the middle. He's going nowhere. He'll lose two yards. This will bring up about third and seventeen from our own three. So you got to be careful right here, Jacob. And uh, real quick, thirty to eight, Comer over Thorsby. Seven thirty-six to go in the third quarter few scoreboard updates so like Comer and Fevel are winning this evening so far through a few quarters of action. It looks like Silicaga, that one's probably about over and Childersburg struggling at Beulah. You know, you gotta hate that for Johnny Johnson and the boys. You know, a lot of high hopes going into this season yep. and much respect to Coach Johnson. You know, we talk to him every Thursday night and I just hate it for him. Uh, me and you both, Jacob, because he's a really good guy and he's a good coach. Third and 16 takes a snap. Peyton is just going to be a little toss out to Cam Hammonds, who will pick up maybe three. So this will bring up fourth down and the punt team. So the Cougars will get the ball back with decent field position, but that hadn't helped them get in the end zone yet. Unfortunately for us, that is the case. The shutout is still intact, but like you said, they're fixing to come out with good field position. and. Uh, it's not looking good for the Wolves right now. That is not. So up 14, about four and a half minutes to go until the start of the fourth quarter. Ashton Donahue is out there to punt this thing deep. And return man standing about the 34-yard line. Update on the Silicon score after this play. Donahue gets a shanker off. It lands at 35, bounces to the 45, goes out at the 48. So that was eight. Uh, ugly punt, but it actually rolls a little bit, and that'll give the Cougars the ball at about the 48-yard line. And speaking of 48, and what I would assume right now is a running clock because they are already in the fourth quarter. The score is 48 to nothing, Clay Central over Sylacauga homecoming at Legion Stadium. Mm. Man, that's a tough one for for Jeremy and the boys, and Silicaga being their homecoming, that'll put them at what, 0 and 8 on the year? Yes, sir. And they still have Tallahassee among, and uh, Piedmont left to play. That's going to be hard for them to sneak out a win, Jake, but they got a bye coming up. So, Thompson in there at quarterback, takes a snap, drops back to pass. He rolls to the right. He fakes the pass. He lobs one over. To Grant, and that's a good little pitch and catch, and I'll pick up 17 yards and a first down for the Cougars. And every opportunity to bring him down in the backfield, we just couldn't do it, and Central was awarded a first down for their efforts. That they were. And that'll be first down and 10 from the 31-yard line. So now Grant's back in quarterback, back in the quarterback position. Excuse me, no, he is in the backfield, and Thompson's still the quarterback. Takes a snap, 
drops back, rolling out, keeps it himself. Looked like he was going to try to throw it. I don't know how he hung, hung on to the ball there, and that'll be a loss of about two. It's bring up second down and 13. Yeah, and uh, unfortunate for us, that was a loss on the play. And I'll tell you what, Grant is the playmaker for this Cougar offense, no matter what position you put him in. That he is. And I'm going to tell you, I would have him at quarterback all night after that throw we seen just a little while ago. And, you know, on defense, he was that middle linebacker, and he blitzed every play that last offensive possession for the Wolves. That he did. So it looks like Thompson is still the quarterback. And looks like they got four receivers out there and a running back in the backfield with Thompson. Takes a snap. He drops back. He's looking to fire. Fires one deep. Caught. Touchdown, Cougars. That was caught by number 11, Elijah Richardson, and he had a bunch of green grass, and he took that one to the end zone for six, and there's a wolf down at the 34. And uh, looking at the jersey, that appeared to have been Ashton Donahue, and that might be just a cramp. That's what it kind of appears like. Great pitch and catch there. Thompson stepped into that throw, fired it on the out route there to Richardson, and he caught it. And I thought he was going to run out of bounds, Jacob, but he turned it upfield and ran in for six. So good play there by the Cougars. Yeah, great job by knowing where you are on the field. That's why you pay attention in this game because you can catch a ball inches from the sideline. You look down and you see where you're at. You just turn those toes and head upfield, and right there they got six for it. That's right, Jacob. Like you said, field awareness and – Donahue will get up, and like you said, it looks like it's just a cramp, and he'll walk off to the sideline, and the Cougars will attempt this two-point conversion. Unfortunately for us, now we have a ball game. Yep, so 14 to nothing. The Wolves couldn't capitalize on some opportunities, so with 2.45 left in the third quarter, the new score is 14-6, to and the Cougars looking to make this 14-8. to And if we stop this two-point conversion, that would be a plus for us, too, because the two-point conversion on their next touchdown, they'd still be down. Yeah, you would have to have it. Fires it, caught, two-point is good. So the new score is 14-8, to and we'll take a quick break, and we'll be back with action. You're listening to the Football Game of the Week on the Football Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. You're roaring with hometown pride. Here at First Bank of Alabama, our bank family is cheering for your team, too. We support all our local communities with state-of-the-art banking. From checking to savings, construction loans, home equity, and home mortgages, we provide all of your consumer and commercial banking needs. We want you to bank how you want. Whether it's online, in person, mobile, or telephone banking, we make it easy for you. Visit us at firstbankal.com to find the most convenient way for you to bank. First Bank of Alabama, where you are first. First Bank of Alabama. Alabama, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Welcome back to the action here at Keith Bullard Stadium. This broadcast is driven by Toyota Silicaga. So with about two and a half minutes to go before the start of this fourth quarter, the Wolves now are up 14-8 to as the Coosa Central Cougars got on the scoreboard and they're getting ready to kick this thing deep. So... It's kick fielded by Zeke Deloach at the 25. He's to the 35. Bounces around and gets out to about the 40, and that's where the Wolves will set up with a first and 10. A pretty little nifty return there by Zeke Deloach, but now your offense is coming on the 
on the field. They've struggled at times throughout the game. And right now you just need to try to keep the ball in your hand, be smart with it, and try to come away with six on this drive because you need six bad after allowing that touchdown. That you do, Jacob. And we got us a good ball game on our hands now. Yeah, it was looking like it was going to go the way of the Wolves tonight, but unfortunately they just gave up that touchdown and they made this thing exciting. Yeah, that they did. So it looks like a heavy set out there. Barrett in at quarterback takes a snap and he hands it off to Cam Hammond straight up the middle. He'll pick up about four yards. Well, they'll say five. Looks like a generous spot to me and that'll bring up second down and five. You know, that's what we need to do right now in this situation is get those little yards and you know, kill some time off of this clock, but more importantly, you're keeping the ball out of this now potent Coosa Central offense. That you are, Jacob. And had it not been a, for a little bit of luck on a couple other drives, Coosa would have scored two more touchdowns. Yeah. Same set, Zeke to the far side of the field. Barrett takes the snap, he keeps it himself up the middle, and I don't know how he done it, but he picked up about three yards on the carry. Uh, looks like he slid under the pile for those hard-earned three yards, and that's going to bring up third and short. Third down short to go here for the Wolves. So you think you got two plays to get one yard, essentially. So we'll see what Limbaugh and company draws up right here. Zeke split out to the far side by himself, buried in at quarterback. Barrett takes the snap and hands it off to Cam Hammonds, who will be taken down for a loss. So this will bring up fourth and two for the Wolves. And what do you do right here, Jacob? Hard counting. If they don't budge, call a timeout, regroup, and try try a little pass play because Zeke's been wide open at times. And uh, it's a heavy mismatch between him and number 13, Rydarius Gilbert at times yeah so under a minute to go in this third quarter wolves with a fourth and two this is huge it's from their 49 yard line and i'm not sure i wouldn't just punt right here jacob they're gonna come out with that heavy set again bear in the backfield at quarterback he takes the snap he's gonna go up the middle and he will power through and he'll get it I hope the referee don't hear me when I say this, but I believe we got an early jump on that play, but I'll take the first down over a five-yard penalty. Yep, that that we will, and guess I was wrong. Maybe they shouldn't have punted right there. That heavy set's worked at times for the Wolves, and right there it gave them a first down, so you're running the ball, you're running the ball, and maybe we can open up that passing game just a little bit. Maybe so, Jacob, and this will likely be the last play before the start of the fourth quarter. So the Wolves got the ball at the central 47-yard line. Takes a snap, and there's another early jump. Barrett keeps it himself. Ball's on the ground. Cougars have it. And the Cougars will take over at the 40-yard line. So that is the third turnover by this Wolves offense. And uh, that's not what you wanted to happen going into the fourth quarter central will probably have one offensive play right here and uh, i wouldn't i wouldn't mind seeing mr antonio grant go for another one of those long passes you know that's what they're thinking right now i think that's exactly what they're thinking jacob unless they may just want to try to get a little run play here settle everybody down get the little time out in between the third and fourth quarter and then come out and start firing but i believe you're right but it looks like they're going to leave Thompson out there and, and empty this backfield. So we'll see what they decide to do right here. 
He takes the snap, drops back. He's got plenty of time. He's running around, fires it, and it's caught at the 50. And the ball was <laughs> Cam Hammonds hit that ball so hard, popped out at the 40-yard line, and it'll be marked down at the 42. That's a good catch by Elijah Richardson. And that'll take us into the fourth quarter. Central in federal territory. That's the 40-yard line with a first and 10. When we come back, you're listening to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Federal Sports Network. What's going on at Sylacauga Parks and Rec? Sylacauga Karate School, formerly in the 90 block of North Norton Avenue, is now at the J. Craig Smith Community Center Music Room, 5.30 to 8 p.m. on Tuesdays and Thursdays. September 30th is Food Truck Friday, 5 to 8 p.m. at Central Park, featuring Dog Nation, The Wharf, and Happy Times Food Trucks. The Blackbird Pickers will also be playing. Storytime with Friends is October 14th at 10 a.m. at Noble Park. Princess Belle will be there to read a story and meet your little ones. Get all the details at sylacauga.recdesk.com. In the last 25 years, we've had five presidents. We now have smartphones instead of landlines. Computers went from 250 megabytes to terabyte hard drives. Netflix didn't exist, but we had Movie Gallery. There have been a lot of changes in the last 25 years, but Aldia Spears has been your good neighbor State Farm agent all that time. With the same great coverage, State Farm built their reputation on it. And Aldia Spears is still here for you now with rates to fit your budget. Come see him on Broadway, just north of Jackson, Sylacauga. Welcome back to Keith Bullard Stadium here in the Atkinson Homes broadcast booth here in Hanover, Alabama, as the Coosa Central Cougars have gained some momentum. And what was a 14 nothing score is now 14-8, to and they have momentum moving the ball. Well, I told you, you know, back during the halftime show that football is a momentum game, and momentum shifted the Cougars' way, and they hadn't let up. That they have not. So empty set. Thompson in the backfield by himself again. He drops back to pass. He's running around. He's got green grass. He's to the 30, to the 20. Bounces off a Wimpley tackler to the 10-yard line. Ball pops out, but it'll go out of bounds. And so both teams neither really able to hang on to the ball tonight. And uh, that's twice this drive that Kusa has fumbled the ball, but unfortunately where they are fumbling the ball right now is close to the sideline, and we're not able to get on top of it. That it is. So a generous spot there is they will spot this ball at the six-yard line for the Central Cougars. And you can see the sideline just go dead for the Wolves over there, and Kusa is having a blast over here. And and, uh, you know what? You know what the Cougars have been tonight, Jacob? What's that? Resilient. They That's did right. not give up. They were down 14 at halftime. Hardly couldn't get hardly anything going on offense, but they had picked it up here in the second half. So 14 to 8, first down and goal from the six yard line. And now they got Grant back in at quarterback. He takes the snaps, a handoff straight up the middle um, on the end around. That is to Elisha Hayes, and that goes nowhere. So second down. And uh, a quick scoreboard update presented by Albie Steer, State Farm Insurance. It is 29-20 with a minute to go in the third quarter. Beulah over Childersburg. And Comer is 38-8, their start of the fourth quarter over the Thorsby Rebels. Well, they have got that one in control, Jacob. So Grant still in at quarterback. Takes a snap. It's a toss around the left side to Howard. Howard jumps back inside. No gain. And if it was me right here, Jacob, I would spread the field again and let 
let your playmaker play. Well, your spread has been the more successful of your three sets that you've come out with. You've scored on it. You've got a 60-yard pass downfield on it. But, you know, Kusa's playing conservative, it looks like, and just running the football. Yeah, that they are. So right now they've got it. Third down and goal from the nine-yard line, so they got to draw something up here. And I would imagine, like we talked about, you'd come out in the spread, or at least let let Grant throw this thing. I mean, they've went to Richardson quite a few times this evening. Takes the snap. He rolls to the right. He looks. He fires. He's got a. Oh man, that was overthrown to the back of the end zone. So he had a man, but overthrew him. So this will bring up fourth down for the Cougars. I tell you what, though, if that was a field goal, that ball was good because it went straight through the the uprights, and that'll bring up fourth down. And this is a this is a big a big play in this game. Jacob, do you get draft picks in high school? <laughs> No, unless you're a private school. Okay, well, the reason I was wondering is because it looks like both teams won't lose this game tonight, and I wasn't sure if you get a draft pick with a, you know, if you lose more games. So they got Grant in at quarterback in the shotgun. Looks like the Wolves may bring some heat. Excuse me, Thompson back in there at quarterback. He's rolling to the right side. He fires to the back of the end zone, and that's overthrown. I don't know what they were trying to do right there, but. First and ten for the Wolves at the nine. I was looking for a flag there just to see if something was going to go wrong on our side, but we're fortunate enough that that ball went out of the back of the end zone. Now it's our football. You know, here in the fourth quarter, we do have a 14 to eight lead, but we cannot, we cannot. Let me stress that we cannot cough the ball up. Right no. And Jacob, the Cougars' red zone conversion rate i think they're like one for five right now they've been in the red zone five times we are beneficiaries of their red zone woes tonight that we are so first and ten here we'll see who they got in at quarterback now it's like zeke is going to be the signal caller now so he's going to take the snap he's going to roll around to the right side he jukes out a few men doesn't really get very much, but then is able to kind of explode for about six yards. So second down and four. And there's a flag, and I bet it's going to be coming back. And this is unfortunate after a good run right there. And, you know, there there goes that old Henry again. Yep. Wow. And I thought school was supposed to be gun-free zones, Jacob. I know, but, you know, we're shooting ourselves in the foot, and I wish we had a pawn shot sponsored to you know, say this is the sh- shot in the foot presented by such and such pawn shot. <laughs> so first down and about 17 now is what it looks like, Jacob. And the penalty was a hold. And from the spot of the foul, so the Wolves better be careful not get a safety right here and make this a 14-10 ball game. The Loach standing in his own end zone. He'll take the snap and he's going to run to the right side. And he'll get decent yardage back out to about the 11. So that'll bring up second down about seven. If you want to take a positive away from that play, we are back inside the chains now on second down at the 15. So you're looking at second and seven from the 15-yard line, your own 15-yard line. And great run right there by Mr. Zeke DeLoach. Yeah, that it was. So now it's second and seven for the Wolves. And 
If you can just chew some time off the clock and score right here, you can put this thing out of reach. But I don't know if they will be able to score, Jacob, based on this second-half performance. Yeah, the Wolves are killing us tonight. You know, this is, like I said, a step back from last week. But unfortunately for us, we do have the lead and the ball in the fourth quarter. That's right. So Zeke Deloach in the heavy set and quarterback again. Cadence Barrett set out at receiver. Takes the snaps. Going to go straight forward again. And it's taken down. He's close to the first down marker. They'll probably give it to him. And a quick State Farm Alby nope. Steer scoreboard update, 44-8, to 8, Comer over Thorsby. Uh, well, that's Comer in control of that one. So they will give him the first down. And that'll be first and 10 from the 20-yard line. And if I was Coach Limbaugh here, and I know there's not a, a play clock on display, but you do have your side judge, you know, counting them down for you, you know, 10, 5 seconds. And try to kill some of this clock and get out of here. Yeah, I would, too. It's been a sloppy performance, but you can get out of here with the win. Zeke takes a snap, handoff straight up the middle. Hammonds, he gets about four yards, and that'll bring up second down. Four minutes already eat up off of this fourth quarter clock. You know, back in the first quarter, we had receivers wide open. You know, we had Reed Wallace wide open. We had Zeke wide open. But, you know, Zeke's under center right now. Why are we not trying to, you know, get the ball to Reed Wallace, who is a playmaker for this Wolves offense? Yeah, I'm not sure, Jacob. I don't know why we hadn't taken a risk and tried to throw it a little bit either. I say we try to get a first down on these next three plays and then try to start going to the air, but don't force anything. That's right. So second down and five. Zeke takes a snap, and he's going to run it straight up the middle again. No gain again. Third down, about five. And uh, this offense is becoming a little predictable, and Kusa has recognized that, and they are bringing the house on every play now. That they are, and it looks like they have burned a timeout, and we'll keep it here for this timeout. And, uh... It looks like Childersburg has made it a football game down in Lee County. Uh, Mr. Andrew Morgan sent me a scoreboard update. We'd like to appreciate him with 9.43 to go in the game. The score is 26-29. to 29, The Beulah Bobcats over the Childersburg Tigers. Nice. They definitely got a ball game going over there. A little bit more scoring than what we have over here, 14-8. And, Jacob, this has not been a defensive struggle. This has been the offensive struggle. It has been a big struggle. It's like I said, I'm looking at the school bus across the way, and that bus should say struggle on it. Yeah, that it should. Both these teams have not played well. It's been pretty ugly tonight on both ends, but it looks like if the Wolves can just hang on to the ball, they might can get out of here with a win. About seven and a half minutes going to fourth, 14-8 lead, and nothing but green grass in front of them. Heavy set again. Like you said, Coos is bringing the house. Oh, and the offense moved early. They were trying to get them with a hard count, and that'll cost them five, bringing up third and nine for the Wolves. You fooled yourself with your own tomfoolery. I knew that was going to happen, Jacob. I almost told you earlier that if they keep trying, they're going to get themselves, and then they did. And this is an obvious passing situation. I would look for the mismatches here. You have a couple of them. We just haven't used them to our advantage here. Now is a time where you need 
to, to use those advantages. You had Reed Wallace wide open. You've had Zeke DeLoach wide open. It looks like he's going with Barrett under center right now. So your two playmakers are at wide receiver, and you need to get the ball to them so they can come up in a big way and, you know, get a first down here. That's right. And if it's not there, just throw it away. Throw it away. Let's not get intentional grounding. Let's not throw a pick. Let's just, just throw that thing away out of there. Just make sure a receiver's in the area. It looks like we are going to run the football with a timeout. Looks like Limbaugh's going to take a timeout. We'll take one with him. You'll listen to the Federal Football Game of the Week on the Eventful Sports Network, presented by Coosa Pines Federal Credit Union. At Milo's, we love to hear from our fans. Lucas from Tuscaloosa writes, Dear Milo's, our band needs a saucy new name. Got any ideas? I sure do, Luke. How about Mega Meal? Or maybe Grilled Bun and the Secret Sauces for a folk band? Oh, says here y'all are a Nordic synth-pop ensemble. In that case, I suggest you get the band together for a lunch meeting at Milo's and figure out exactly how your lives went so wrong. Everybody go Here at Keith Bullard Stadium in Hanover, the Wolves are hanging on this 14 to 8 lead with about seven and a half minutes to go in the game, and they are faced with a third and nine right here from about their own 20 yard line. And so, if they don't convert here, I think you'll see a punt. But Zeke is now the signal caller in the backfield. He is in the quarterback position. He takes a snap. He's going to pass. Looks like a run. He fumbled the football. And that'll be recovered by the Cougars at the 20-yard line. So the Cougars, once again, are great field position, but can they do anything with it, Jacob? We have kept their offense at bay at times, but, you know, this is the best field position that the Cougars have started with this whole game. Now is the time where you need to step up on defense, find a leader on defense, bring your defense up, and get the ball back in your hands. You're giving the game away right now. Yeah, they are. They have wrapped it up, and I didn't know it was Christmas time yet, Jacob, but they have wrapped up a present, and they're getting ready to give it to them. Four turnovers for the Wolves. And they come out in a pistol formation, Thompson as the quarterback. He takes a snap. He's going to fake the handoff and roll to the right side. Fires one, and it is caught for about a four-yard gain there by Majavius Culpepper. And I think the uh, lineman got away with a little bit of a hold there, Jake. Yeah, that was an obvious hold. It wasn't called. You have to respect the call at times. And, you know, that was a, a five-yard, five, maybe four-yard gain by the Cougars. And, they're, they're marching, Blake. They're, I believe they're going to score on this possession. I think you're right. It's a second down and six from about the 16. And, Jacob, go back to that call, man. The officials can only do so much to help both teams. Yeah. I mean, at this point, they're probably just trying to go home. Yeah. Same formation, same set. Thompson takes a snap, and he fakes a handoff. He runs to the left side. He's in a lot of trouble. He jumps back, jukes out of man, is running around still on his feet. Does all that running to lose one yard, so third down at about seven. Yeah, great job by the Wolves defense there to get the penetration they needed to get to the quarterback for a loss on the play, and this is a huge third yeah. down. So you got to be playing. So third and 11. Yeah, he lost more than I thought he did right there. Third and 11. You got two plays to get this. I would put Grant back in at quarterback. <clears throat> at least try to throw this thing right here at least. 
And it would be an obvious decision right here to go with Granite quarterback, but I don't believe they are. I think they're going to spread the field right here, Jacob. That's exactly what they're going to do. And they've had a lot of success in this look, and I'm surprised Limbaugh isn't burning a timeout. Thompson takes the snap. He's rolling, fakes it, is trying to throw it, fumbles ball the ball the at the 50. Balls on the ground, Wolves recovered at the 44, and now my eyeballs are officially bleeding. I tell you what, though, that is what we needed. The Central Cougars were marching. They were fixing the score. A big play by this Wolves defense to force the quarterback into trouble. Nothing he could do with it but go down with it, and on his way down, he coughed the ball up for yet another turnover in this game. Uh, um... Wow, that was great. I don't. I, I really want to give the Wolves defense credit, but they really just didn't do nothing right there. I mean, they just like, like I said, neither team wants to win this game. Well, we knew it was going to be a ball game coming in, but we didn't know it was going to be a ball game on the way. Of, you know, sloppy play by both teams, but unfortunately, that's the kind of game we're having right now. Yep. This. uh Man. Zeke in at quarterback from the 45-yard line. Takes the snap. He's just going to run it up straight forward. Picks up about nine yards on the carry. Let's bring up second down. About five and a half minutes left to go in this one. And Jacob, you mentioned you was hungry earlier. Yeah, and uh, I'm looking forward to getting back home, getting me some grub, getting uh, going home, going to bed, watching a little high school highlight show on the news and we got to get up and go to Coleman in the morning for a softball tournament. I hear you, man. So they're running down this clock. Second down and one to go. No less than five minutes to go in this one. Deloach takes the snap, and it's a handoff to Cam Hammonds up the middle. Hammonds picks up about three or four yards. He was driven back, but forward progress will give him a Southern Smiles of Silicaga first down. Yep. So first down and 10 for the Wolves at the, about the 38-yard line. And with about four and a half minutes left to go in this one, if, if you can get a, another couple first downs, you can about put this one away. Yeah, and uh, I would love a score here to put the nail in the proverbial old coffin and normally we'd be happy with a win but golly i don't know about this one no the it zeke's running around on the right side picks up about five or six thrown down bring us down about four minutes left to go and jacob if the wolves win this game they did not win it kusa lost it and if kusa wins they didn't win it the wolves just lost it uh, we do have a timeout by the Coosa Central Cougars, and uh, I'll tell you right now, we have a final in Thorsby, Alabama, 44 to 16. The Comer Tigers continue continue their stranglehold on Region Four. Comer beats Thorsby tonight, 44 to 16. Wow, what a win for the Tigers! We got a final from Silicaga. I'm trying to find. Yes, we do. Silicaga scored, and uh, the final score at Legion Stadium tonight, homecoming for the Silicaga Aggies, is 48-7. to Tough one there at Legion Stadium. 
And uh, Isabella over Ranburn right now, 34 to 7. Well, they're whipping up on them pretty good, ain't they, Jacob? Do we have a new update from the Childersburg game? No, Mr. David McCurley or Mr. Andrew Pickle Morgan hasn't sent me an update, but as soon as I get one, I will be happy to pass it along to you. So now Barrett is the signal caller again. He'll take the snap, run it straight up the middle. He'll get maybe two or three yards, and this will bring up about third down and four for the Wolves with about four minutes to go in the game. And uh, Unfortunately, the scoreboard here doesn't have the timeouts left, but I would assume that the Central Cougars have exhausted their allotment of timeouts tonight. Yeah, they may have one left, but I doubt it. So they're just not getting in a hurry, letting that clock run, and I'd be doing the same thing. And Coach Limbaugh, I don't know if he's upset or happy over there. You know, he is up on the scoreboard, but golly, has this been a, a sloppy game on both sides. Yeah, this has been just atrocious. Handoff up the middle this time. And I'm not sure who that was on the carry. I believe it was Hammonds. And they they give him a generous spot. He looked a little short to me. And to prolong this game just a little longer, we are going to have a measurement. So that will bring us down about three minutes exactly left to go in this one. So, Blake, towards the end of this game, what could you take away from tonight going into Woodland next week, which on paper looks like it's a winnable game. You know, Woodland's still looking for their first win. I don't know uh, who their what their score is tonight, um, but the way their season's going is probably going to be a loss on the on the Bobcats tonight. And you got to go in next week with some confidence if you're a Fayetteville Wolves football player. Yeah, I mean, you, you've, tonight they played as bad as they played all season. It just turned out their competition was bad as well. Well, you would assume that Woodland probably lost this one because they are playing Vincent tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. So about 2.45 to go in the game. And that side judge is Coach Limbaugh's best friend right now. That he is. Hand off straight up the middle to Cam Hammonds again. Hamlin will get it about the 17-yard line. Two and a half minutes to go in the game. That will bring it down to under two minutes. And they might can get a stop and have a little bit of time left, but I doubt it, Jacob. You know, Coach Limbaugh's hanging out by that side judge right there. You know, that side judge has a, a watch on his wrist, keeping up with the play clock, and Coach is going to, you know, be with that official and, you know, that official will tell him, hey, five seconds, coach. And that's when the ball is usually snapped. Yeah. Barrett takes the snap, hands it off up the middle to Cam Hammonds. He'll be taken down right at the line of scrimmage, and this will bring up third down. So essentially, you'll run this play and another play. So Kusa could. Maybe get the ball back with about 30 seconds left. 
unless we get a first down here, you know, we have moved the ball at times, but it seems like this second half, we just couldn't do anything with the football. Another scoreless second half for this Wolves team. So they'll run down this clock. Barrett will take the snap, and he'll keep it himself up the middle. He looks like He'll be just a little bit short. It looks like the Wolves offense is in. It is going to be a Southern Smiles and Silicaga first down. So that'll be a first down. So you should see just a knee or two here. Jacob, what are your closing thoughts here on this one? Yes, we are coming out with a win tonight. It's going to look good when you're looking up the high school football scores in the morning like I normally do. I get up and go sit on the front porch because, you know, we live in a hole down there. And yeah. I look at all the high school scores. But yes, it will look good. Hey, we won a game, but golly, was it a sloppy win. Yeah, that it was, Jacob. I think if you got a... If you're Coach Limbaugh, you you don't give your team any praise after this performance. You, and you get on them hard, silent bus on the way home, because this was ugly. And then I think you look at your film from last week against Thorsby, you watch that, and base your your game next week around it. So that'll be the final knee of the game. And Cadence Barrett will take that knee. That'll bring us to double zero. Your final score, Wolves 14, Cougars 8. And those of you wondering, next week we will be at the Coach Limbaugh Show at 7 o'clock at Harvey's on Noble. Discuss this week's game and his upcoming game at Woodland. And followed by... The Federal Football Game of the Week pregame show at 6.30 on Friday on the Federal Sports Network. Go to realbevelsports.net. Listen live. We'll go live at 6.30, followed by live game coverage at 7. And um, for those of you out there, have a great weekend. Uh, have a safe drive home. Go Wolves as they, as they have gotten their first win of the season and have moved up to seventh place in the region. And they are now 1-6 on the year, and they've got three games left to go. And, uh, Jacob, you got any closing thoughts? Yeah, I'm glad we're getting out of here with a win, Blake. But if you want to win next week in what should be a winnable game, you have got to have the best week of practice you've had all season. Yeah. Because you can't, like, we're lucky. We turned the ball over as many times as we did tonight, and we're coming out with a win. Yep, that we are. We we didn't necessarily win, but we had more points on the board when time ran out than the other team did. And that's what matters. That's what matters. So, final score here, Wolves 14, Cougars 8. That is the first win of the season. That's the final score here tonight. Go Wolves. Everybody have a safe and wonderful weekend. This has been a presentation of Radio Alabama Sports. This broadcast is copyrighted by Radio Alabama for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast, descriptions, or accounts of the game without Radio Alabama's consent is strictly prohibited. Thanks for listening. It's back! That's right, school is back in session, and that means it's time for our back-to-school super sale at Toyota of Silicaga. That's right, school is back, and so is car.